Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. Hello. Is there <laughs> anybody out there? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And we're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, I should warn everyone, I took this fucking mixer home and updated it this week, and we came in today, dry run, hadn't fucking, like a smart person would have come in and tested all this shit out, but I didn't have time this week, and I didn't do that, and now we're paying the price. So this could, this could very well audio-wise be a total fucking disaster. Tonight's going to be a good night. Uh, anyway, Kamar, you want to read over the new uh, Patreons? Hey, listeners. Welcome, new listeners, and always welcome back, old listeners. Uh, I like to start off the episode and uh, talk about my week by welcoming the new Patreons. This week's no different. We got a big uh, what the fuck is up to Martin Clement. Drop some big bucks. Martin What's, Clement. What the fuck is up, Martin? Yeah, man. And or, or uh, then I have a welcome down. Come on down, Jenna Winchester. How's it going, Jenna? Welcome to Patreon. Welcome, Jenna. 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 And last but not least, Jordan Brown. I want to say thank you to all Thanks, three of Jenna. you for having pronounceable names. Thanks, Jordan. You made Kamar's life a lot easier. We thank you for that. And we thank you for your lovely uh, support. All right, Kamar, how was your week? Yeah, thank you for your support. The highly uh, shadow band podcast that we are, we need it. Um, I watched that uh, Netflix show you said about the uh, admission scandals. And now, historically, I am against um, reenactments. That's an acceptable <laughs> reenactment. Because they take the actual um, recordings or whatever, and then they just read it back. You know what I mean? And it was Matthew Modine. And it was Matthew Modine. So that was well done. And, uh, oh, man, I had to paint French doors all week. Do you know what French doors are? Yep. With all the panes? Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Hi-oh. Uh, that was it. That was your week. Other than that, I know I'm depressed because I'm playing backgammon on my uh, phone a lot. Do you like backgammon? Uh, I mean, I don't like it that I'm playing it on my phone a lot, but I... Uh... I know it's a bad thing, though, when I'm playing games on my phone. I'm just like disappointed with everything and really looking forward to uh i guess it'll be three weeks or next lockdown break my my brother is a huge backgammon uh player kamar and so, so is my uncle and my uncle took him in new york to one of those underground backgammon clubs yeah he said it was pretty cool did he lose a lot of money yeah he didn't win anything because it can get very ferocious my uncle game. um Staked them, so there was no. Have you no played? Risk involved. I'm not a good backgammon player. I know how to play. Anyways, I haven't played for years, and I've been so bored, just sitting around doing nothing. So that's my week in a nutshell. Simon, how was your week? Well, Matthew, thanks for asking. Um, I feel like I'm living in bizarro world because uh, I got the vaccine. 
And um, I never thought I would have been so excited to get it, but I'm just, you know, they've browbeaten me into submission at this point. And um, yeah, so there's that. I'm excited about getting something that I should, for all intents and purposes, be very wary of. Um, Caitlyn Jenner is running for election in California. Can Did you, you clear your this? throat? What's going on over there? There goes the post, Joe. <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing. Go ahead. But that might just be my mic, Matt. It can't be the mic. But what go ahead. It can't be the mic. No. Now you're clear. Right. You're good. Anyways. Um, yeah. Well, apparently... Kamar doesn't want me to talk about no, it. No, no, let's go for it. It's crazy. No. Have you seen the clip of her on uh, The Masked Singer? No. It's the most bizarre thing because she's singing TikTok from uh, Keisha. Okay. And just butchering it. But the madness, everyone's just going, no, you're killing it. You're, and it, it's so horrible. Like, it's just, I'm not surprised. Uh, she's going to win. How? You killed a, you've killed a citizen of California. Nobody knows about that. My daughter watches uh, the Kardashians, so I've been watching it with her. <laughs> and I really feel like I have like an insight, more of an insight now into Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. The because genius, you see which it is. all happen on the Kardashians. Like it's right. It's all going on for all those seasons. <laughs> for and, all and those then, seasons. And then he transitions and it's like a huge thing. Anyways, like. I don't know, man. The, uh, I I didn't. She's got a good head on her shoulders. Care for are you saying him as Bruce and best of luck as uh, Senator of California, <coughs> governor, governor. Yeah, that's what I meant. Governor. So and you know the next Arnie stop after was, that is right? El Presidente. I I highly doubt it, but we'll see. So your week was ruined by finding out she's running. No, I just it's it really feels like personal matrix glitch you know do you feel psychologically better now that you're sort of for lack of a better word bulletproof to covid no i'm definitely not bulletproof to covid i first of all i don't get my second shot for four months um this only makes you like 70 percent that you won't get really sick it doesn't make you immune to it this astrozeneca one and um yeah. Well, none of them make you mean to it, but you are so much in so better shape now than you were the day before you got the vaccine. That does. Is it any relief for you? I'm just I'm happy to be part of like just getting us back to normal. That's all I fucking care about, man. Right on. How's your week, Matt? Uh, my week was fine. Nothing to report. Threw up watching the UFC last night. That was crazy. I was going to try and embarrass you, but you talked about it. So good work, Simon. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, like, you know, that, that thing, if you're like grounded or whatever, and uh, you got to stay inside and watch all the kids on the street play outside. Yeah. That's starting to happen. Like last night, watching the fight, a packed stadium. Yeah. And you know, normally <clears throat> watching it is like from a year ago or something. Like, oh, but it's now, and then this morning I was watching um, Australian Rules Football, mm -hmm. Pat Stadium. So Canada's starting to be this kid yeah. at the window looking at everyone else living life and it's getting frustrated. Fucking horse shit. But what a week of Joe, eh? What so a week of Joe! Who do you blame for that, Kamar? Who do I blame for what? For what you just said. Why are we... Um, Why are we the little kid at the window? Because we're super, uh, I'd say... 
not overcautious, but overcautious. Who like, is to blame? If you had to put blame on somebody, do you blame the premier? Do you blame the prime minister? Well, what's interesting is they're both blaming each other right now. So, you know, something's amok. But I blame all of us as a whole deciding that we're, 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 we want to have the safety that we think we can get. You know what I mean? Like I tried to say last week. You could look three states that have the exact same population as us, way more cases, way more people have died, but they've just accepted that as we won't accept that. We want to be sterile and, and safe as possible, I guess. I, I don't know if there's blame to be cast. Was that your question, Simon? No, I, he managed to. <laughs> I, I, I uh, got into something totally different than it was, but well, that's okay. It's about, that's all right. I look at like the how. And the what? Any, it, it's the a what, very Trump type maneuver. We we did a look at the how. Uh, I I said two weeks ago, anyone who's concerned about this, stay home, put the things in place to uh, pay them to stay home, get their food if they stay home, and everyone else let's have at her. Like the rest of these states that we're watching do this, but I mean theoretically, <laughs> you know what? I don't even care. It doesn't even matter. Oh. Doesn't matter. Okay. All right, well, do we want to uh, actually get into the week? We have to. That's what we're here to do. All right, excellent. You want to run down the guests for me, uh, Kamar? Oh, my God. We have Born Again, um, which is funny, 1637, Action Bronson. Remember that music video he had? Which one? With the... Uh... he's the bodybuilder and yeah, stuff? Yeah, of course, yeah. So, so it's come to fruition, and he's, he's lost a bunch of weight. Um, well, that video came out, like, mid-weight loss. Uh, yeah. But you yeah, you can yeah. correlate yeah. that that video yeah. was him working out even though it wasn't. Uh, then we had uh, sixteen thirty eight, the Paul Revere of small testicles and taint, Shauna Swan. Shout out! It's nice to get some taint health to <laughs> the it, forefront. Did it feel sort of like being a sex ed for a bit? <laughs> like, I felt personally attacked the whole time. Giggly. Oh wow! That, yeah, it's a little <laughs> close to home. Yeah. And then we finish off the. Oh, actually, there was a MMA with Stephen Thompson. And then we finish off 1639, one of the skanks, Dave Smith, because Joe obviously had to be in uh, Jacksonville for the UFC on Saturday. Yep. Nice little, nice little week. Two podcasts, almost no uh, COVID or cancer culture talk. Yeah. Which was refreshing. And then one that was all that. One that was what it was. <laughs> I'm very interested to see what you guys thought of that one. Well, I know why you're interested because you feel like he makes the points that you're that you absolutely never ever make, and I, then are going to argue that like, I, no, no, I this guy is like in my head. I'm trying to take, articulate like him, yeah, but I don't, and I figured out how I might get there. But we'll okay. get to that in that episode. Okay. Um, do you want to rate the week then? I, I I rate the week a three. It didn't it didn't blow my socks off, but uh, it was what it was, and it helped me through those French. Uh, Doris, let me tell you that right now. Fair enough. Simon, do you want to rate the week? I'm going to give it a um, a three as well. Okay. Maybe a two, seven, five. Mm, okay. He's no rookie over there. I'll give it a three and a half. Whatever. It was, an, it was better than the last couple of weeks, so it's, it's getting a fucking... Oh, that's what I want to say. We were talking about uh, survivor's bias last week. Survivorship bias, yeah. Survivorship or bias. survivor bias, yeah. And so in my head, the simplest way to break that down is if it doesn't affect you, you don't worry about it. Yeah. They give a good analogy that I didn't feel like giving because I felt like I'd gone on for too long. But what I just said sort of... Yeah. The, the, the analogy they use is like if you're in a plane 
that gets shot. I think that's the analogy they use. And like, you don't die. I, I can't remember, but whatever. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. But what uh, I forgot is our um, rower last week point out is that dirty water kills more people a year than COVID or the same. And we don't drastically change everything to, to eradicate that. Is that sort of, we not think about that. Is that survivorship bias, do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, again, I pointed out too that like uh, heart attacks, water, heart attacks kill as many people as COVID as well. So because we're not a threat of heart attacks, we don't worry about it as an imminent threat. Precisely. There's mm -hmm. something. This is driving me up the fucking wall. These levels, it's crazy. Hey guys, it's only 131 episodes. Yeah, you you'd think we'd know let's what the fuck we're doing? I'm so pissed. Um. All right. Well, let's start with uh, AB Action Bronson. 130 pounds lighter. Yeah, what number? Come on. Oh, sorry. 1637. 1637. Action Bronson. I don't know if you guys remember, <clears throat> remember, but a, a long time ago, I talked about one of the terrible things that happens on Joe Rogan when somebody you love gets back on, but they've just come off of losing weight mm -hmm. and it just fucking destroys it. I mean, I called it. But do you think that happened here? I mean, it, it was a bit of that, but I, I I thought he was such a zombie the last time he was on. Well, I'll give you an example, Kamara. I'm with you, Matt. This is driving me insane. Um, yeah, it's crazy. The levels, it's, it's... The... Right near the end of the podcast, <laughs> Joe says, so how about aliens? And he doesn't take the bait. He instead somehow brings it back to working out well that's what i was gonna ask you do you, do you think this was uh joe's quota of someone no aliens no, no, no 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 it, it better yet. not be no no he ain't it yeah joe is running out of time this month uh, kamar you are very right it has to be next week i assumed you would have been disappointed with that a little bit but i still thought he had way more energy like the last one was a brain dead it, it was almost like a meme well, I mean, he smoked like 46 blunts while he was there. <laughs> and so now that he's got rid of the weight and he... Did he smoke a joint on this one? He was I didn't watch. He was vaping. He was vaping, okay. Uh, um, one of the things he said is uh, because of this, he got to take a break. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed a lot of like highly successful, busy people have really uh, enjoyed this. Not enjoyed it, but needed this for perspective. The, the COVID shutting down, like seeing what's important. I've heard that through a lot of people that there's no other way, like Burt Kreischer, Joey Diaz, name a name. And I think it's gonna be interesting moving forward, everyone having way more appreciation for doing stuff. Yeah. Like I, I'm just trying to look for silver linings now. Mm -hmm. Burt Kreischer didn't slow down though. Everyone he sped had, up if anything. But he, even then he had to take a step back and realize he's working out of control. You know, he's a workaholic, but uh, I just heard him in a conversation, everyone enjoying being with their family or these things that they were just so busy that you can't look down. And now, I mean, obviously, I'm not successful, so I don't see it that way. It's an impediment. Mean, I don't know. I just look at it like make hay while the sun is shining. Well, right? The, like, especially with fame, you might not have it tomorrow. You might not be anyone tomorrow. So That's how they all go. But then when this thing happens, all of a sudden... Yeah. You get a chance to see what's going on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Hopefully people will uh, work smarter and not harder. 
Uh, they were talking about surgeries. A Tijuana botched surgery. <laughs> Does it sound like any surgery that was done in Tijuana would not be botched? Yeah. Did you see Ari Shafir, uh, Kamar? He's he just got back from Guatemala and mm-hmm. he got sur- uh, tooth sur- or gum surgery down there and he's got two black eyes <laughs> and you're just like what the fuck is going on like they man? missed his mouth I don't know what they did that's hilarious but I mean again everyone that gets their wisdom teeth pulled out they usually look fucked up so it dep- like he had mouth surgery I mean I you know. But still, it's sort of like if you're going to Tijuana for some yeah. sort of surgery, you really roll the dice. I don't know about the healthcare system of Guatemala. No, no, but it just seems weird, you know, like you get this surgery abroad, abroad. It's like, like you'd be more clothes. surprised if it wasn't botched. Yeah. <laughs> A Tijuana smoothly. surgery. This is crazy. <laughs> A Tijuana surgery. Yeah, that sounds like uh, <laughs> it sounds slang. Like some sort of- Slang for what they do when they steal your organs. Yes. <laughs> a Russian uh, appendectomy or whatever. Yeah. Called. Like, what happened to your appendix? Oh, that was a Tijuana surgery. Yeah. Air quotes. <laughs> you come back with the arms to get your side. Yeah. Tijuana surgery. <laughs> it's like the island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, I thought it was funny. And then, I mean, he's funny. He could be a comedian, I think. He's great. Action Bronson, when he told the story that his wife had someone playing the, the pan flute, <laughs> the pan flute, hours. Yeah. and then he put on DMX and the baby jumped out. <laughs> I wanted to say, Snoop Dogg is the coolest rapper there is. You wanted to say that? Well, no. Add to what they're saying. Like he's the only one who's he's still cool. Like he's not, it's not yeah, like generational. As uh, Action Bronson said, there's a time limit on most rappers. Like, there's a cool window, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, for sure. Well, it's crazy, too, now that you say that, Kamar. Snoop Dogg has never jumped the shark. Like, he's done some really corny-ass shit and still has, like... Yeah, but he's done it all. He's still like he produced, to do it. Like, he produced pornos, but did stuff with Martha Stewart, <clears throat> who I guess is a convicted... Felon, so it's kind of somewhere in the middle there. But you know what I mean, like no, he, no, no. But he's done like some really cheesy yeah, movie roles, for sure, and like just some. But him too. I hope one day he decides to do comedy, because everything he says is so funny. What I want to recommend is anyone who, because they talked about DMX, Race in Paradise. Um, you know, during the pandemic, they did a versus. Yeah. So it'd be rapper versus rapper. Yeah, it's yeah. DMX versus Snoop Dogg. It's the funniest thing you've ever seen because DMX is sort of out of shape. And you know, his songs are all baggers. So at one point, he's like, you know, hyperventing his chair. He's like, shout out to my baby mamas. And Snoop Dogg goes, all of them? <laughs> and they just start cracking up so hard. Like, you've never seen two guys have so much fun appreciating each other doing it. And um, yeah, it was really cool that uh, Snoop Dogg has just transcended. Did DMX die of an over? Well, he also got vaccinated right before he died, but I believe it was an overdose. Well, listen to this fucking guy. Oh, you knew that was coming? No, I had no idea. Yeah. Did he really? I don't know. I See, there I, you go. If I was a conspiracy-minded person, I'd say that's true, but I dumb, don't know. Dumb, dumb. I, I think he's had health issues. Also, uh, RIP to uh, Digital Underground guy. The Humpty Dance guy died. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw something. I didn't know he was alive. Um, do you guys, what do you guys think about the little Nas X thing? The shoes? Well, not the or shoes. Or the, the, the video. Yeah, I saw the video. But yeah. it's sort of like a, a honeypot. You know what I mean? Because six-year-olds love him. 
and all his videos are pretty mainstream and silly. Then all of a sudden, what did I do? do like, do, what? Let me can, ask you though. Can you film me in? I, so I, in his music video, he's giving Satan a lap dance. A very sensual lap dance. Yeah, but um, is Satan a girl? No, no, Satan's, does, a, Satan's a definitely demon, a demon, a brooding demon. Yeah. Is Little Nas a girl? No, Little Nas X is a gay dude. Oh, okay, got it. Grinding the fuck out of Satan. Yeah. Okay. I just wonder if like six year olds even know what the like. Do they understand the reference? Do they like? Is it just like a cartoon to them? Yeah. Uh, I I felt like a prude and whatever thinking like he he bait and switched everyone to like get them to see this. But yeah, I I suppose it's. I just don't know. I, they I, have the disconnection. His group of fans are really six year olds. They tend to be very young. Well, Old Town Road was like a preschooler. That that's how it got uh, Old Town zillion. Road. So. I'm gonna. Uh, na, 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 na. You've heard it, Simon. You have to have heard it. It's a song that was everywhere for a year. Yeah, I think I've had this conversation with somebody saying I I've had to have heard it. I don't know if I have. But fucking whatever. brunch, baby. Brunch. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Steak. Monday. Because the blood in the shoe is one thing that's just sort of gimmicky, but I just wonder if it's like you tune in to see you're gonna see one thing. You know, they say that in the army things are mighty fine. You ask for a little Nas X and they give you turpentine. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's too prudish to say he's not allowed to do that, or it's well, that you should have a warning before the video. You okay there, buddy? I don't know, man. That's weird. I guess you'd, you'd have to see the video to see the context. But what is the like? What's the what's the problem with lap dance and Satan just because it's sexual content? Is that yeah, I guess there's no problem with it. I've, 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 I mean, it doesn't feel so like anything, old. it feels like. It doesn't feel like anything Madonna has didn't do forty years ago. It's the same thing, different shoes. I think, but I agree with you that you know, if all if, if he knows that his fan base are between seven, are people outraged because of the gay or outraged because of the anti-Christian sentiment? Or I, I, I think it's or? the whole. I think a, it's a mix of all of it. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. But I mean, for to big up him, it's brilliant. You know, we, we always look at these things like, oh, that's whatever it is. But if people are talking about it, you of do course. the right thing for self-promotion. Of course. And of maybe course. he doesn't want like six-year-old fans. And this is, you know, like when Britney went dark. That's totally possibility that he's trying to separate himself uh, from to become a serious artist or whatever. I don't know. Again, just, I've never even heard of this guy. So you'd have to see the video. Let us know uh, at home what you guys think. Uh, an interesting point was that he's talking about the four agreements, but then turned to five agreements. Do you think those were all reasonable? What are th what were those agreements? Uh, the first one was to be impeccable with your no, word. No, but whose agreements are they? Uh, I forgot the author. Is it Jordan Peterson? No, no, no. no. It was a he has twelve, and they're rules, rules for rules. life, rules and they're all clean your room. <laughs> be impeccable with your word. Okay, so that one's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't take anything personal. I think that's the hugest one. Go fuck yourself, Kamar. No, I know it's, it's hard. It's easier said than done, but. If you don't take anything personal, like, and if you do take it personal, if you have the, uh, I think Ben Askren is the perfect example of that one. Just waters of a duck back. Let's, yeah. Let's just keep moving. Yeah. Like, oh, my, we're all making money here, right? Perfect. But also, one of the mistakes we do is like we take something personal, and someone might not have meant it. We took it, but we don't ask to clarify. We just go off a brood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, don't make assumptions. That's another huge one. If you just assume something, something, you could have an alternate reality than what the reality is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And always do your best. We've always said that from the beginning. Well, I mean, that's a given, right? 
and be skeptical but learn to listen. Be skeptical but learn to listen. Okay, sure. That's a really important one. That was the added fifth one, but I mean, can't really argue with that. Nice. No. And if everyone were to do it again, it's like everyone doing mushrooms. Maybe we have that breakthrough we're looking for. You know when Joe was talking about uh, like um, looking for people to fail on stage, like that was his. Everyone uh, goes through that thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've thought like that before for gambling where I'm like, if I can't win, I don't want them to win, you mm-hmm. know? which is a really stupid way. to I think, think it's slightly different because the person might be winning your money. Nah, I don't think he means it, at poker. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's just like, like if someone won $20,000, when you're losing, job? it's hard to be happy for other people, you know, definitely. I guess maybe that's the difference is that like a comedian isn't, losing just sitting there you know what i'm saying he's but it's just a weird thing when you see them you think they're taking the laughs away from you like it, it, it's a psychological fallacy i i think in that situation when you're when you're you're mad at the person on stage for doing well because you sort of see yourself as doing well and i guess if you saw someone winning you like see yourself as winning like if someone wins a bad beat you're hardly ever happy for them yeah of course i mean i think it's also that you that everyone who's ever been to a comedy club, I feel like more likely than not when they left, they had a conversation about what comedian they thought was the best that night. You know what I mean? And because you've had that conversation yourself as a fan, you then like, when someone gets the hugest laugh, you're like, fuck, you know, now I really, I don't know. It's hard to be happy for people when they're lucky is what you're saying. It's easier to be happy for them when they work hard. Well, it's always easier to be happier for someone when they work hard. Yeah, no, sure. I'm equating it to yeah, why yeah, yeah. I can't be happy for people when they're winning money when I'm losing money, you know? I mean, again, yeah, luck. You know, the thing about luck is it feels... But I'll give you an example, though, Simon. Like, when you're sitting at roulette, I've seen, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this. Been at roulette, watched the dealer pay someone that shouldn't have won, and then had some random John asshole, <clears throat> excuse me, just be like, hey, he shouldn't have won. You know what I mean? It's like, dude... It's not your money. What do we, what the fuck do you care? I can't tell you how many times I've seen that and that drives me crazy. Oh, the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan for the casino? No, they've, they've got no stakes. That's in it the poorest of the losers. Like I would never do that. Simon, I've seen the I've seen the, I've seen the dealer pay out bets that shouldn't have won like 50 times and I just sit there like a cool breeze just whatever. If they make a mistake yeah, because you're not going to get a cut for, for the guy the next to you. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm like, let him take their money. That's and the awesome. He's not going to notice a loss yet. Yeah, I'm like, they already have an advantage. This guy just caught his fucking deal of the day. You know, we are not all in this together at the casino. I try to be, but yeah, well, I've seen. I can't tell you how many people I've seen be like, hey, he shouldn't have won, and I'm like, dude, it's not your fucking money, you idiot. But I'm sure I'm always happy for people who are winning in hopes that they might toss you, peel bucks. you off, because yeah, yeah. it happens. People win a couple thousand dollars, they lose the value of money, they're just throwing money around. Like, here, take out your box, oh, yeah, but it's not sure. seen them. So, hope for the best. I used to work, when I lived in Vancouver, um, dangerously enough, the bar I worked at was a block and a half from the casino. Um, I remember this dude came in one night with like a fucking wad of cash. And, Simon, what are you doing over there? 
He's fucking what's his oh, name? it's oh, he's hitting his like yeah, yeah, he's Don Elling, little Duval, <laughs> little Duval. Duval. Is it your is your jewel dead? No, I'm just unclogging it. A gotcha. Um, I mean, you don't have to bring attention to the things I do in my bubble. Well, it's just we could hear it. That's all. Sorry. All right. Um, and now he's got a pen. Now he's gonna con- now he's gonna compete with you. I can't you. see you, but I can hear you. Point is, this guy came in um, with a wad of cash, and he had just hit a straight or a royal on like a video roulette thing. So he won like a ton of money. Dude, he was like the Pie Piper. He was followed by every homeless person on the block because he had just been handing out hundreds on the way. <coughs> and sure enough, they all showed up at the bar. And I was like, thanks, bud. <laughs> That's why you always just got to hang outside the. <laughs> the yeah, casino to G someone up. Hey, you won hey, Congratulations. Hopefully they break you off some. Now I finally realize why Kamar's so nice at the casino. <laughs> it's because he's constantly hoping people are going to fucking break him off a piece. Just waiting for that trickle down gamble. Yeah. He like follows around the guys who are on the hot streaks and just positions himself next to them for support. <laughs> the good luck charm. <laughs> and when they lose, you just pop dude, down. That's you. quite the scam, man. If you have the time, um, do you guys doesn't? think vaping is an art form? No, it was so sad that part, dude. That was cr- okay. Listen, I've seen definitely that. Definitely not an art form, but I've seen was, that guy a million times. That was insane. Yeah, that was insane. He, you, that he, guy Harukin, the fucking. Um, Let's keep in mind though, so you admire the skills, but you won't call it an art form. He's like that guy. Uh, oh my god, this this audio is driving it's gonna be me fine. Up the fucking wall. It's not going to be fine. I'm going to smash something. Can I tell you something though, Matt? Sure. Just and I don't know if this is the same for you. Yeah. I hear you perfectly. You never cut out. Do I cut out? Never. You so, cut out occasionally, and I always cut out. So like, I don't know what's going on here. It's fine. You're, uh, maybe Kamar's right. Shot. We'll get rid of these problems. Maybe in post, it'll be good. Um, but Kamar, it's like that guy that, uh, I can't remember who was talking about it. It was a comedian recently. The guy that used to do the smoke, the cigarette tricks, and he'd eat like a pack of cigarettes a night. He died. Well, that's not he, good for you. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I, vaping is smoking, but we're basically seen, but I just, <sighs> that guy's making a living off of doing that. I, I would have thought uh, vaping was a fad or something, but now these guys have millions and millions of views and Joe Rogan's calling it an art form. But let, I, I need to see how many, the second most guy, how many views the second most, because that's really the test, right? No, I'm sure there's quite the fall. Oh my God. Listen, I watched this show on HBO this week, all about uh, grooming poodles into art form. Wow. So yeah, yeah. That, Bottom of the barrel. That exists. I've seen it. Yeah, so yeah. Mary put it on the other day. For sure, there are a million successful smoke ring blowers <laughs> like of course there is we live in the fucking simulation you're probably right well i don't think vaping is an art form but of course I, I, not. i'm just an anti-vapor I, I think i'm sure i'm age again um, i thought it was amazing though like i don't care if we want a semantics over art form fine but you, you don't remember going through that phase in high school when you learned that you could uh, smoke a joint and then uh you know pour it into a cold glass and then stay there and do, do all that stuff no. You never did that stuff? No. Kumar, you were did... you ever doing anything close to what this fucking guy was doing? Yes, with real joints, okay. though. You're, you, are hilari- you are hilarious. Hilarious that you think that you can do anything close to what that guy did. I did. He I just told you he froze now. a cup and made the smoke stare. You're not even listening? But Oh, what about I'm the, listening. <laughs> do you know when you let it all out of your mouth for a while and then suck it all back in? You never yeah, the French stuff? inhale, yeah. And... All they have is way more vapor to work with. 
This guy was like blowing smoke rings and getting inside the rings and then blowing three smoke rings and sucking one of them back into his mouth and then farting and smoking a fucking if I had a blowing year, out another ring. If I did ring. an hour a day in a year ago, I could do that video that he's doing. Okay, sure. That, that, I don't believe that either, but that's not what we were arguing. And if you could do that, Kamar, you should totally quit your job right now and do that. You'll make that's more money. Maybe the worst advice I've ever got in my life, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll consider it. I mean, health-wise, it's a terrible idea. I can't imagine that guy. Like, you know what? I, you know what? The video I'd like to see is that guy running around the block. You, but vaping is just as bad as smoking. Then I can't imagine that any sort I, of. It's not. I don't think it's as bad, but it can't be good for you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I listen. Of course, it's not as bad as smoking well, a we, fucking disgusting we don't know cigarette. That, like for sure, you know. Hold what on. I mean? <laughs> I've seen enough to know that it has to be at least 50% better for Lo you logic or less would, bad. Logic would dictate, yeah. but Matt, yeah, you're right. knock on wood, this there, was... I could paint you a situation. I don't want to because I'm a vapor. I get it. Maybe there could, could be something that could give everyone lung cancer could, that hasn't been seen yet. Yeah, I get it. I understand. Blah, but there's blah, less blah. pollutants in theory. There's no combustion. There's a lot of things that are happening in smoking that aren't necessarily happening in vaping. But again, I could paint you a picture, I think. I mean, the tar alone. Do you think from uh, vaping, it keeps you moister? Did <laughs> you just say moister? Yeah. That's a weird question. That's interesting. Come on, like damper? Yes, Are you a damper yes, person? yes, yes. No, I don't think moister is a word. I don't think you do. And I think you have a very un, um, un, uh, realistic kind of view of yourself. Me? Yeah. Because I think if I devoted myself for a year, I could do those vape tricks. Well, that's one reason, yeah. Okay, well, let them let them try. Okay, how about this? Joe often just has good ideas or like lightning bolt ideas. Do you think a full cookout concert would really be a good idea with the performer cooking and everyone watching cooking? Does everybody have like a little campfire in front that, of them? I think that was Joe's idea. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm just I'm trying to. Are we talking about the so on stage? On stage, you someone really? someone is cooking while like Ted Nugent is slaying guitar so beside them. Is there a campfire or? on stage? <clears throat> yeah, I'm I, lost. I think you might have a Weber grill. I don't even remember them talking about this. He said, "This is what you should do. You should cook on stage, and everyone watching should cook at the same time. You have a big cook-off concert." Yeah, that sounds incredibly dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> There's just too much distractions. It's have a big cookout or have a concert. Can't do both at the same time, Joe. And I was eating. I just. But he thought in his head, no, this is a really good idea. Well, I mean, that's a that's an idea brought to you by Pot, and there's no problem with that. Well, that's and did fine. he really think it was a great idea? He said it off the cuff. Like, did he plan this out in advance and come to Action Bronson with this plan for the outdoor cooking concert? He threw it at him, and then Action Bronson was like, yeah, maybe. I just, I for me, if I was a backseat podcaster, which I am, I think it's a bad idea. That's gotcha. A good, that's a good name for a podcast. Backseat podcast. Yeah. Is it the coolest trick, the plight of the turtles? You know, they're talking about how they lay their eggs 100 feet from the beach. Yeah, and they're like, and only the, the best the of you make it. The little guy's got to crawl. Yeah. And then just every bird and crab and everything is just picking them off. Yeah. And we just watch. There's no, like, step in where we... I mean, we have turtle crossings. We let people know that turtles are for cars, but... We don't help those little turtles. Nature is cruel. Did you guys watch that uh, Nature and Color, that new David Attenborough show? No. They highlight this what this 
this one species, this one species of bird that uh, lays its eggs in another bird's nest. Okay. And so it lays one egg, and then the bird, um, the birds, the other birds accept it, raise it as its own, and then it leaves when it's done, mm-hmm. when it's gotten enough food. And it like steals a lot of food from the other little birds in the nest because it's a bigger bird. So okay. it requires more nourishment. And um, this bird has adapted so that every single chick reared is reared by another bird. Like another species of bird. So it's a constant new breed? There is zero like redundancy in the you see what yeah, I'm yeah, saying though, I get Maddie? It, yeah. Like there's Weird. it's not like some of them are laying birds or laying their eggs the old fashioned way. All chicks of this breed of bird are raised by a trickery. It's pretty incredible, like as far hmm. as evolution goes. It's interesting. I know it's not really turtle talk, but uh interesting nonetheless. And it's 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 the um democracy of nature rather than the cruelty of nature. Am I wrong? The democracy of nature instead of the cruelty. I mean, in a way, dogs have kind of done the same thing. How like, here, you? I'm going to have this dog. I'm going to feed it for the first couple of weeks, and then you uh, you give it away to someone, and they're going to look after it forever. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we we raise dogs. It's not like the parents, you know, it's the, almost the same thing. Through trickery, you could argue. I mean, I guess. That's or else the they'd have to be out there it. hunting for their own food and trying to find their own... The, the reason these birds can get away with it is because when they open their mouth, the chicks have this like distinctive dot, dot, dot pattern on the inside of their beaks that the other, the trickery bird, I guess, has evolved to have those same weird dots in order to con- slide. In That's the how dumb these birds are. <laughs> they don't even know that like it's not their own. Like, really, that that's a really stupid animal. They don't take anything personal, but they're part of the cycle. Well, they should follow those five rules, even if they're birds. If you were in an airport, yeah, at a bar or whatever, uh, having breakfast or whatever, as you do or would, <laughs> okay, except for Simon, at a bar yeah. having breakfast. All right. I'm well, you've there. never been to airport, but there's, there's I get it. Yeah, I've been to many airports. Yeah, not in the last Fuck thirty on. years. Any, anyway, this is not a detail that's important. But if you felt someone uh, sit down beside you and you looked beside yourself, it was O.J. Simpson, would you engage with them? Just like, I'm not going to make a big deal or something, or you get up and leave. Would you acknowledge him? I'm not going to get up and leave. He's a human being. Just because he murdered his wife and another person. <laughs> I would have a conversation with him pretending I have no idea who he is. Of course you'd have yeah. to do that. That's the only way you could take it. You're who? You well, played you for could the what? ask for his autograph. You could go a totally different direction. Hold on. The Buffalo Bills? Really? Have you ever done a movie or anything? <laughs> in, in any event, so... Yes, Have you ever been married? <laughs> you know? So yes, you would. We all agree we would uh, humor the juice, as it were. Well, no, I, I would... Yeah, I, I don't know what I would do. I Hold would, on. See, the best part is Kamar knows that the juice is going to talk to you. Right? Because... No, anyone. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's like, yeah, he's going to sit down perfect. Like, it could I'm be an empty bar. It could be an empty bar, and he'd still sit beside you. Yeah. Like, how's it going? Do you like collectibles? Yeah. <laughs> Do you? That's why, um, I think that's why Chris Jenner 
and her husband um, broke up was because of OJ. She went with Nicole and he went with, um, you know, because he was the lawyer for. Gotcha. OJ. He is still involved. That's like six degrees. Through the Kardashians. Yeah. Of Caitlyn Jenner becoming yeah. governor of California. Yeah, Caitlyn. No, the Kardashians just, yeah, it's like six degrees. Because I've seen pictures of OJ, Nicole, Chris, and yeah, they used to Robert be all friends. Well, rolling. Yeah. So they all know Deep. each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he would. But he started a hilarious slapstick movie, which may be before your time. No, Naked Gun. It's the movie game! Just before we start that, did you guys know that Nicolas Cage is in like some campy horror movie where he doesn't say one word throughout the whole movie? That sounds about right. Yeah. My wife was like, yes, probably his best performance. <laughs> I watched no, probably his one of his worst. I, I bet. Face Off this morning. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head. You didn't actually Whoa, watch Face Off. I sure you? did. That it is, is. It is so. That is like one of the comedy moments of genius. I watched yeah, Patrice and yeah, it was so good. <laughs> I watched it on cable too with commercials. Oh my! What? God. Why would you do that to yourself? I are you okay? Myself. I hate myself. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you like? That's are we doing that, Face Off or the Naked Gun? The Naked Gun. Okay. Starring that, Leslie that, Nielsen. That's really like bottom of the barrel. Okay. But it's like bad, but it's good. Like John Woo is an amazing director. You must have been eating like three week old Chinese food at the time. Cheesy crackers. Cheesy crackers or cheese and crackers? Cheese and crackers. Okay. Both. I had cheese and crackers and some cheesy crackers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's The Naked Gun. What of it, Simon? Starring Leslie Nielsen, Priscilla Presley. Yeah. O.J. Simpson. That's cancelable. O.J. Simpson, George Kennedy, and Ed Williams. Simon, I have a year ready. You do already. Holy shit. Yeah. I got to think about this for a second. Wow. Wow. Oh, Kamar's wowing. Wow, Simon so. and... Simon and... Okay, uh, I'm ready. I'm going head to head. Here we go. Okay, I have 79. For the naked gun? Yeah. Well, now I'm embarrassed to even say mine, because it can't be... I said 92. 1988. Oh, you were way closer. <laughs> the first the Naked Gun was 88? Wow. Well, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. This guy's an asshole. Well, it was... They make fun of, like... Um, uh, what's that uh, pilot one there, Kamar? Airplane. Airplane, which was, like, 79. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we have a problem here. Why? Why? I don't think O.J. Simpson was in Naked Gun. It's he was in the Naked second Gun, one? Two and a half. Two oh. and a half. Wow. And 33 and a third? Or had he already killed his wife by then? No, I think he, he got he got through that one and got pulled. Well, I don't know if I can go through with this thing, Kamara. I've been misled into... <laughs> so 19, what did we say? 19, it's 88. 88 for the Naked yeah. Gun, the original. Naked without O.J. Simpson. Okay. Sans O.J. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, I wonder what, they, what made him... But Like, why? Like we needed, we needed the juice in here. What's crazy is he used to sell everything. Like he, his football career is just removed from us. Like I didn't know him as a football player. Yeah, I knew him as the Hertz guy running through the airport and Naked Gun, and then came back to find out he was an amazing football player. Yeah, I knew him through the Naked Gun as well, and then found out he was a murderer. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably so fucking far off here. I, I'm Simon. I said it was. I said this thing came out in '79, so you know I'm going to be six miles off. I said 7.4 to make. 
and 33 million in the box office because I don't know shit about shit. I said five to make and 21 in the box office. <laughs> well, we're pretty close. <laughs> 12 million dollars to make. Okay. And it made 140 million dollars. Oh wow. What Good a for successful them. Fucking Good movie. for them. Tell me Mel Brooks produced that. You, you, you've got to consider back then how much little entertainment there was. How much little entertainment yeah, there was. Think, how little entertainment there was. <laughs> I would have to consider that. I would. We we'll take a moment. How much little, like uh, Time yeah. Bandits. Or I get you. Um, oh, Time Bandits. What a great fucking movie. No one won. You know who that is who does that? It's, uh, it's the guy who did the movie with Heath Ledger and... Um, Brokeback Mountain. No. Heath Ledger died and they had to replace him with four other actors. T- Terry Gilliam. Yeah. He's a Time Bandits. That's one for the... Did you guys think it was a cool that moment when he found out that Groucho Marx uh, uh, painted on his mustache? Was because uh, none of us knew that, right? I definitely did not know that. He grew it in real life after the fact, eventually. So maybe that helped stick in your head. But all that acting—it's just a painted on. I mean, I don't think you can pull that off now or look stupid, but. I thought it was an interesting moment. And so did Joe. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if now a star came out? Like if Michael Sarah showed up and <laughs> just had a painted on. Hey, if you found out that Tom Selleck's mustache had been fake all these years. Yeah, I, I could not live. Yeah, I'd feel lied to. Or Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah. Uh, then there was the talking about uh, steroids. When I said, I, I, if you have steroids, please send them in here or Bitcoin, whatever it is. Would you guys do steroids if you could? Like if, if you just knew somebody? Not if I just knew somebody, no. What What am I doing them for? Well, obviously to make your taint bigger. Like this is all going to come full circle in a couple of seconds. Very interesting. No? No. You have no desire to see how jacked you can get? No, I, I wouldn't do it for that. But if it was like some sort of like vitamin steroid thing that was going to make me live longer or something, I'd do it. Well, I, I feel like they're almost like not an amphetamine, but it gives you energy to exercise. So you'd feel you just feel better. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's addictive or uh, you suffer withdrawal. I mean, I always understood steroids to just help you with the recovery. So it meant like you could work out and then just be like, ah, I could work out again. I've heard that they do give you a little more energy. Like okay, you, fair enough. So well, and if you're low on testosterone, well, that I assume would your yeah levels of yeah. testosterone, which is going to make you feel better. Well, because sure, you're shrunken taint. You're, well, that too, it's going to make you have a giant taint. No, but I heard that it makes you have small balls. So what's going on? Larger taint, smaller balls. Well, the whole idea, though, is she was saying that the small taint has to do with... I know, with the uh, the testes. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So bottom line, someone offered it, you'd say, no thanks, I don't need it. You're making it seem like some guy came on the street with a trench coat, opened it, and was like, hey, you want some stuff? No, I would definitely say no. That I'd be skeptical, but if a good, trusted friend did it, you would try it? Do you have steroids you're trying to give me? I'd be taking them. Doesn't this sound like a push? (laughs) <laughs> and then he comes back next week. He's like, remember those steroids I gave you? Well, this time I need like five bucks a pill. They're full of fentanyl. Kamar, I would only, I would only do like a doctor prescribed, like TRT type thing. I had a, a buddy I worked with in Toronto was like, I remember because back then, like five years ago, I was like, I'd like to get fit. And he was like, but I got, uh, I got a guy. We'll hook you up a little B10 shot in your ass. You'll feel fucking great. And back, I was like, back of the truck. But of course you'd want it. Uh regulated or so know your chemistry to know it i would prefer that yes you sound like you just want to mainline it take it Kay? fuck yeah what do you mean you just said like six times yeah 
I, I, I revealed my position, then asked you guys your yeah. position. All right. But Take was, it easy. No, sorry. Jesus. I'm audible right now. Nice. This is the Roy Rage yeah. through. Seriously. <laughs> but it's another Flipping hil- guys off on the Queensway, yelling at his friends. It was another hilarious line from Action Bronson where he goes, Well, me and my buddy made trim and took it. And Joe goes, Is your buddy Kevin? He goes, No, he's a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> Like what uh, bathtub steroids are they making there? I thought it was really funny. Uh, would not take that sort of thing. Um, then there's a bunch of workout. Mm, I think talk. you would take it. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. If it was, if it's a steroid to make me. If you knew get whose jacked, bathroom bathtub it was coming from, you'd yes. be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm a lot more uh, into taking risks than you fellas. Then they talked about working out and uh, grill talk. It was a little boring. And then Joe says, you should start, you should open your own restaurant. But he sort of described as like, well, I wouldn't want to think of the menu and I would sort of like just want to drop in there. So it's like this restaurant, you wait outside. If he decides to come in, if yeah, you're like, you go in and make him whatever he's feeling like that day. But don't ask him hours yeah. or anything. Maybe we're open. Maybe we're not. Maybe it's noon to tw- Yeah. <laughs> the most obscure restaurant. You sort of farm around like how are you feeling but. That'd be interesting. Do you guys, would you guys pay to watch Joe Rogan fight Wesley Snipes? Now? No, that would be sad now. Why? Why? I would pay to watch Joe Rogan fight someone, though. Do you think that's possible? I, I talk Joe about Rogan, Jake Paul? Week. Oh, my God. I would pay a lot of money I to watch I wish Joe that. Rogan wasn't as rich as he is. There's no way Joe would ever do that. No, of course not. No, if, if he was struggling, he oh, try to... Right okay, now, I guess if he was struggling, he's sure. Not worth a hundred million dollars. He's worth two and a half million dollars. You know, living. Oh, if he was still like, yeah, if he was still doing Fear Factor and ne- and didn't have this massive behemoth, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe. I, I wonder if anyone floats that by him. I'm sure someone Just, has. There are these promoters and out there. You know what I mean? But that's that, that's what we need to do right now. But fight Joe, Joe, Joe wouldn't. Joe wouldn't oh, fight Jake. Jake. Paul I don't anyone. think he'd fight Jake Paul unless there was like leg kicks. Involved. That would be interesting. Us three against Joe Rogan. If someone said, "I'll give you," and I'm sure this number is impossible. Five hundred million dollars to fight Jake Paul. He would have to consider it. You have to. You could just say no right away. I mean, right? a half billion dollars is an obscene amount of money. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because he's always jig up Wesley Snipes. Like he wants more for Wesley Snipes. I think Wesley Snipes. Because I watched uh, Demolition Man last night. Why are you watching these terrible films? That's worse than uh, Face Off. Demolition Man. I don't know about that, but Demolition Man is really bad. Did you lose TikTok or something? You sound like a person who's like become so desperate for fucking... No, no. I I just sometimes I got to take a break from uh, TikTok. Fair enough. And I I, I don't know why. Like usually watch sports or whatever and every commercial you'll switch to. Like I I don't sit and watch a whole movie. But then you get sucked in and you remember the parts or whatever. And it's interesting, too, because Demolition's how they thought the future was going to be. Yeah. It's bad, though. Oh, it's terrible. That movie is god-awful. Did you guys know Lou Frigno was deaf? Yes. I did not know that. I didn't really? know that either. And He's I, deaf? And I always looked at him like... That's why he talks the way he does. No, but I thought he was just a meathead, like... Yeah, me too. Idiot. And I feel oh horrible. I thought he was like ears. a heavy Italian accent or something. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Really? I did not know that. I can't believe you guys didn't know that, really. <laughs> and they I, talked about that on this show? Yeah. Yep. Well, I didn't hear that It was either. towards the end, yeah. Where That's sh- ironic. Because <laughs> you were too, too, too uh, excited <laughs> to get to the taint. 
But um, Joe declared uh, Jason Samoa the best Conan. Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa. What Jason I Samoa? <laughs> well, he maybe have some Samoan in him. Well, um, I I haven't seen his Conan. I should watch that. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it either. Is we, it on any networks? I don't think so. I think it's on Netflix. I don't think it is. Keep in mind, though, he said he was the best, but then he also followed it up with, like, but nothing ever compares at all to the books. To the comic And never books. will. Because he wanted the sheer, No, he said the yeah. books. Because he wanted more sheer uh, brutality. And if I was sitting across him, I would offer it. Well, I think Conan, they wanted to market to... People. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big market at the time. <laughs> you want to become rated X or whatever. Yeah. I rewatched uh, 300 the other day. Yeah. That's a fucking killer movie, man. No pun intended. The, no uh, pun intended, the CGI right. doesn't take you out of it. Sparta. Yeah, no, the CGI. It's the best. It's really good in that film, yeah. I mean, you 10 years from now, you'll probably look back and be in like garbage. 300? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those movies that's done so weird, but you... Um, fall into it right away and then you don't even notice how odd it is you're just like enveloped by the movie like um, uh, what was that other comic book movie that's done so weird um, oh Sin City Sin City but like after a while you don't even realize anymore because you're just so into the story the first Sin City was so good so when it came good. out the second so one good was blah, oh the second one was trash did you guys ever see the movie I think it's Tomahawk Road or Tomahawk Ridge no it's a war movie? No, it's about like cannibals in the Old nope. West or something. Definitely Anyways, not. It's got the brutality that I think Joe was searching for in Conan. <laughs> uh, then for the first time ever, Jesus. there was a mention of NFT. On Joe. And Joe's just over it. Like he does not care at all. No. I thought we were going to get a deep dive and stuff. And Well, I'm surprised Action Bronson isn't into it because he does like really simplistic paintings and makes like a million dollars on them. This I think the majority of people are even way more skeptical of NFTs than Bitcoin and whatnot. Yeah, and yet people are buying NFTs for crazy amounts of money. Even so. crazier, people are buying Jamie Vernon's tweets for $5,000. I oh, think he crazy. said more than $5,000. Oh, oh, okay. I think he said like $25,000. I heard he said they bought a couple for $5,000 and... Now they're on sale for a million dollars, but maybe it's $25,000. Still, if anyone wants to buy any of my tweets, please get in my DMs at Kamarba Bar. Yeah, the NFT thing. I mean, I'll say this. I think there's a future in it. I don't think this is it, though. What does NFT stand for? Non-fungible token. See, that has nothing to do with the art. No, what does that mean? It, it, that has nothing to do with the art. It's relationship to the blockchain is what that is. Yeah, like it's just a weird name for it when it you know what I'm saying? It's not well, again, a very marketable name. Uh, yeah, okay. NFT I see what word. you're saying. Yeah. Um, like maybe they should have called it like uh, DigiArt or. I don't know. I'm just thinking here. I got to say, though, I looked at Beeple's every day because um, you can like zoom in on it and really get a good. His normal art, you mean? Why'd you say every day? Because every day was the piece that sold oh, for sixty nine million, where it was like five thousand different pieces of okay. art that he had done every day. Okay. Um, and if you start at the beginning, um, it's really eye opening. Oh, the thing he sold for a million bucks was five thousand pieces. Yeah, all on one. It's one of those where but they take a bunch of pictures and it makes is, another picture. Each can, one is in there. You can zoom in and look at it. And you could probably print those off or I don't well, know. Well, it doesn't really matter. That's not how the but yeah, sure. But the point is, um, if you zoom in like to the very first ones at the top left, they're garbage. 
they're terrible and it's it's and i don't say that to be rude i say that to be like it shows you that if you just keep doing something the improvements are remarkable yeah it's insane so just don't give up that's why like 130 in yeah we still don't know what we're doing this ain't great but it oh we're gonna these levels gonna be fucking it's gonna be something one day so anyone wants to buy my tweets please get at me uh then they talked about they're not as cool as um, with the internet, but almanacs, the farmers the almanac. Farmers almanac, yeah. I love NFL because when I was like ten, I got a football almanac. <laughs> almanac. Almanac. <laughs> I'll be back. Almanac, because it's all the facts. But if you're watching this during the almanac, speak. Uh, Action Bronson has the cutest like giggle. He's banging the desk like he's giggling <laughs> so hard. I don't even know what it was, but it's really worth checking. The out. only reason I really know anything about almanacs is because of Back to the Future too. Yeah, where he has he, the sports almanac yeah. and goes back and which makes is what we'd all do if we could time travel. Yeah, for sure. No, no again, no. You, all you would I need would is a little bit of Bitcoin. Not, you don't even need the almanac. You fuck up the time, uh, the space time continuum. continuum when you do that. Many stocks, many bits. Many things, many bets. That's yeah. all you got to do. Even if you go back two days, you know what I mean? Oh, that, that, uh, you know, Don Cherry has a podcast. Interesting. I didn't even know he was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> In any event, he says never bet on a team coming back from a long away stand. Because they're just so happy to be home, they're going to mail it in. It's not that they're happy to be home, it's that they get home, then they got to kiss their wife, their kids, and like, there's way less, uh, theoretically way less yeah. distractions on the road. That takes a lot shopping. of the kissing your wife and kids. Not, not, not kiss your wife and kids, I just get, get getting back to the swing of life. I feel like there's other factors there, though. Like, what if you went on a, what if you went on a seven-game away loss? Like, you lost seven straight on the road. Well, I think that's, I think that's sort of like the uh, <laughs> red, black, red, black is going to yeah, come yeah. up. But in the most part, that's something I'm looking for now is I'm trying to put together a parlay in the next week. To see if it has any truth to it, but it's really weird now, like the uh, schedules. But we're lucky to do it. What are you betting on? Uh, hockey. Well, he said hockey. I don't know if. It no, no, no. But I'm saying, what what site? Because I have a bow dog code. If you use it, we both get money. I would probably do it on Proline because mm. I'm I'm old fashioned. It's a terrible way to gamble. In it's this. it's next Thursday. It's coming to fruition that all these hockey teams will have uh, be returning, and I can gotcha. find out. Gotcha. Um, then they talked a little bit about the fight. And have you guys seen any of the uh, post-fight stuff? Like uh, Jake Paul's reactions or whatever? No. Because, I mean, everyone for the whole has condemned the event for just being stupid. Mm -hmm. I guess I was so high, I thought it was silly. But Jake Paul is legitimately mad at Pete Davidson. Why? Because Pete Davidson was talking shit about him the whole time. Maybe those. He's like, this is a garbage be. human being. But it was this guy's terrible. But it was entertaining, <laughs> and if we're all in on it, I thought it would be funny. But there, he's legitimately upset, and actually, Bronson wants to do that role. I think he'd be great to do it. Well, that would be like Joe getting up there and like calling someone a, a fighter garbage. Like, do you have a responsibility as a? Um, you know, when you're doing one of these events, to at least be. Well, Chris Weidman this week, God Not rest rude. his leg. Um, God rest his leg. He said in an interview, he was like, to be honest, I hated that. And he's like, not for the reasons you'd think. He's like, he was like, the commentary drove me nuts. He was like, commentary and fighting is supposed to be uplifting. 
for like all fighters. Well, they, were shit, they were shitting on some of the fighters and stuff. And that's what he's saying. He's like, those commentators were just trashing guys. He's like, none of them have ever been in a fucking ring other than De La Hoya. There's like, never been an event like this ever. Yeah. I've seen concerts that were weird and fighting that was sort of weird. P- putting together for four hours, there's been nothing like it. Like it, it was, it was a uh, bizarre spectacle. You well, think Pete Davidson will apologize? I do. No, no, oh, no. no. I don't. I don't think he could give a fuck. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to get a call back to ever work with them again. Probably not. But doesn't he own Triller? Doesn't he own a piece of it? Pete, Pete Davidson? Davidson? Yeah, possibly. I'm not sure. No, he might be back. But no, no, no way. There's no <laughs> and way. he definitely won't apologize. Unless he was saying when he was in the middle of going, I got to fire my agent. If he was saying that as a legit joke. Oh, or it could he got just be a joke, yeah. But I think he got hired by like Jake Paul to do it and they're like, fuck that guy. But do you think they would have, like, would Jake Paul have made less money if the announcers had been not mean? No, I don't think it affected it. Once once this thing was rolling, the pay-per-views so then, were in. Yeah, I guess if I'm Jake Paul, then I'm pissed at the people who had those guys in to be the announcers. Yes. Didn't, like, fucking make sure they weren't going to badmouth the fighters. Which sort shit. of paints Jake Paul in another bad light. I mean, he's public enemy. You know, everyone hates him, but... Winning all that money, doing all that, and getting caught up caring about what Pete Davis. Do they? Says. Does everybody hate them? It seems like everybody loves it. I gotta now. say this though, it's so I'm ironic sure. to me. It's so ironic to me that this guy who talks all this fucking trash to everyone in his path, someone talks ill of him, and all of a sudden he's up in a fucking tizzy. Like yeah, exactly, it's he like, talks shit about fucking Daniel Cormier, Ben Askren. He's talked shit about everyone. Charge to the game. Yeah. Shut no, the fuck yeah. up, Jake. I, I see what you're saying, Maddie. I, I see this more as like he should just be pissed behind the scenes at for his promoter and like the guys who set up the deal for him because... But act like Waters of Ducks back in public. In public, agreed, totally. Be the bigger man. Some people said he may have CTE. No, he said that. Oh, Jake said that? Yes. Why? Has he been hit a lot? Well, no, everyone says he's, he sounds like he's not smart when he talks, but he's it's like... Okay, this guy's an idiot asshole, but he's super successful. Like, is there? I mean, unless he was born with CTE, is it dumb luck? CTE, like the concussion. the brain, yeah, that one. Was he like a pro football player or something? They were wrestlers, weren't they? Or at least his know, brother just, was. Uh, you don't have to be uh, um, a professional athlete to have concussions and then suffer from the ill effects of it. So, I mean, this is what happened. He said during the press conference, the pre-press conference, he said. Um, I'm. I don't have to do this. I'm rich. Like I could do anything, but I just love this game. I'm out here trying so hard because I love this fight game. This fight game is like all I care about. Mm. And then he was like, "I've been tested for CTE. They think I might have CTE." And then he dialed it back when asked about it after because, like, even Chael Sonnen was like, "I, I, I fought 28 guys," and he was like, "I don't know how to get the test for CTE." And I, as far as I know, they can't test you until you're dead because they got to slice your brain into a bunch of mini slices anyway anyway and i thought it was interesting that joe didn't mention the black keys when he's running through the all the musical guests yeah because i i thought it was a good eclectic mix it just went on too long i guess joe's falling out of love with the black keys that episode was great i gave it a five no no i thought joe would have been pumped and the black keys opened this thing but why would what are you talking about though like what? the black keys kicked off this event the uh triller Askin verse. Uh, oh, and Joe forgot to mention them. Joe just didn't mention them. Gotcha. Joe just didn't mention them. And then finally, my last uh, question was, 
was Asher Bronson the alien quote and quota filler? No. And did he completely drop the ball and really break Simon's heart? No, well, I don't, I don't he, think he, he was. He definitely broke my heart, but I'm with Matt. I do not think that was what Joe considers to be his one a month. And I don't even know if Joe's, uh, you know, steadfast on or whatever the. But when he asked one, one him, a month. when he asked him, I thought we were going to have a bit of a talk because Action Bronze had a show called. Did he have a show called Ancient Aliens? Yeah. Well, where they badmouth ancient aliens. No, no, not at all. What are you talking about? He was so into it. Well, not badmouth, but they sit around, get high, and talk about and make fun of things. Yeah. So yeah. they're just making fun of it. He's not really into aliens. Oh, he's no, listen. I think I he mean, isn't. I think he's pretty into them. It seemed but like it. He acted like he was not into them in this episode. Oh, well, maybe he had an awakening. Today, Who knows? For sure. Maybe the CIA got to him. Did you guys see that? Um, there was a near collide with uh, with Elon's. Yes, yeah. of course, of Crazy, course. Eh? And of course, that's Elon that's involved in that. When like conveniently a piece of information they let loose, like it's it's all too convenient. Sorry, what happened? And you see, Elon is now going to host Saturday Night Live. There goes the post, Joe. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, you know what? Come no, on, no, maybe no. you should tell us what's in the post show before the post show, and I, then I'll know what to avoid. I, 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 I've debated. What do you want me to do? Write it on the whiteboard. You're no, in your own bubble. I've debated that, but I think is the best when we just introduce a topic. I, I agree. Whether you know, but or not. Yeah. Yes, he's. What do you what What do you think of that? I think that's a, exactly what I would do if I was a young. CIA guy trying to make my druthers. Would you do that if you're alien? Elon's handler. I would definitely put him out there on SNL. Get everybody acclimatized to him. Acclimatized? Acclimatized. (laughs) They're clams, the clam people from outer space. Acclimatized. Gotcha. Do you think they're paying him? Um, To be on Saturday Night Live? Don't don't you have to get paid? Yeah, I guess. Do you, you just do. assume that once you become the richest man in the world, people everywhere are like, "Well, I don't have to pay you, right?" I just assume that <laughs> yeah. nobody got paid. Sorry, to be on <laughs> that. You assume no one gets paid. I, I just in my head, I never even thought about like, "Oh, that's a big payday for people." I assumed you're just so happy to get on there, and it's such good visibility for you that you would do it for free. I would hope the majority of people are celebrities and would donate that too. I mean, I would assume again, Simon. That's a. It, it just to me, it seems like a union. Oh no, I, I'm agreeing with you. I I'm wrong. I'm just I think that's well. No, you might not be. I'm I'm trying to think it I out never in my even head. Thought about that. Yeah, I guess maybe like I, they pay Tom Hanks to be on there. Yeah, and do people make thing, different right? amounts of money? Well, that's that was going to be my are. next that question. Just, yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I'd really like to know that now. You know what I'm going to? Because I mean, again, Michael Jordan was on back in the day. Yeah, like, I'm gonna oh, what musician's going to perform for free? Because you get well, all you get a lot of exposure. exposure. You're on NBC yeah. on a major network. But I, I find, <laughs> for the most part, SNL plays stuff that's already exposed. I, I, do you remember Letterman? He used to have exposed bands. I found like going back. This is going way back. Um, I can't. To be honest, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I don't even remember them being. I don't even remember there being live bands on Letterman. I only remember Carson Daly doing that. He, I, I remember specifically he had the Beastie Boys do sabotage. Interesting. And it was crazy. I don't remember that. Um, isn't it crazy that we're born in the 1900s? <laughs> I mean, it will be. Right now, it's not that crazy. But yeah, well, you you will say to a kid 20 years from now, I'm from the 1900s. Well, no, not even tw- like, dude, 40 years from now, 50 years. You know what I mean? Like, yes, but that's. 
the separating factor. So yeah. We're born in the 20th century. We were born in the 1900s. We sound sort of old-timey. I mean, that listen, aspect. I'm old now. There's no, no, no denying it. Rotary phones, bitch. Are you looking something up, Simon? Yeah, so base pay for a host on Saturday Night Live is $5,000. And apparently it goes up more if you get on a second time and if you have, like, skits that more people like. 5000 is insulting. But that's the, that's the base pay. Wow. It would have been something years ago. That's like UFC fighter pay. But I'm sure Elon is doing it for the money. Oh, so you think Lauren Michael has never? He's, it's been five grand since the seventies. Uh, we could have. It's <laughs> probably two hundred bucks. Tom Hanks will do it for four hundred. Yeah. Alec Baldwin's here all the time for free, so. And I'm trying to find out if the musicians get paid. All right. Well, we're done with Action Bronson, yeah. right? Well, it would have been disappointing had he not lost the weight and uh, was still unhealthier, unhealthy as he was. It's disappointing that that took up some of this podcast, but yeah, we're done, and, and I'm happy for him. My only problem with Action Bronson is that this all distracts from rapping, which is what I really care about. I never cared about Fuck That's Delicious. I never cared about Ancient Aliens. I really liked him as a rapper. He chose good beats. He talked about shit a lot. I, assumed, I mean, actual shit. Oh my but, God, this is an amazing list I'm reading right now. I'm sorry, Matthew. I assumed he, uh, he realizes that rap has a... Uh, age restriction to it and has to branch out it can't be a rapper do you know his buddy which one big, big body, body best big body best yeah is that the crazy guy yeah i'm the beginning to think that he talks is, like that and actually bronson talks like him oh yeah big body best is like he's the real or he's deal. the real deal I, I have you seen so. did you see him on no jumper i did yeah I dude did. it's a fucking that's the wildest <laughs> conversation it, ever it is a jumpsuit but in the beginning, I thought he was uh, mimicking actor Bronson, but I think no. he's the influence for sure. Dude, there's a Vice piece where they go, like, they're with him in Queens, and he's just, like, he drives to his drug dealer's house, gets, like, he's like, I, it's a brown paper bag full of 40 dimes. I don't buy one-ounce bags. 40 dimes, 40 dimes. It's like there's people that imitate, but he is, like, the root yeah. of that New Yorker... He was the best part of their show. Yes, he's just ridiculous. Also, the alchemist, because the alchemist hates everything. Like, didn't like any of the food. And he's Canadian, is he not? No, oh. the alchemist is definitely from. My bad. Okay, well, well let's bring this on home. So this list I'm oh, reading sorry. is the complete list of celebs banned from Center at Live. Okay, celebs and banned. I, yeah, I'm just gonna give you the highlights because there's a bunch of them. But Adrian, number one is Adrian Brody. Is banned. Yeah. Interesting. The star of The Pianist ran afoul of Lauren Michaels by improvising on air before he introduced musical guest Sean Paul. Well, there's more to it than that. Brody didn't just ad-lib. He donned a dreadlock wig and spoke in a stereotypical J Jamaican accent. Blackface. So that was no good. Yeah. Rage is number two. Rage Against Machine? Yeah. Um... Sinead O'Connor? Well, they probably got up and shot on every single fucking... Oh, my God. This is crazy. So, um... But the worst has to be billionaire and former presidential candidate Steve Forbes hosting <laughs> alongside anti-capitalist rockers Rage Against the Machine. So it's not surprising that the band decided to take a stand against Forbes and everything he represented by hanging American flags upside down on stage. When they finished their set, producers told the band to leave the premises. <laughs> wow. Well, how they've swung, eh? Yeah. Number three is Martin Lawrence. 
he made a really he for, did a for brandishing mon- a gun a monologue of uh, female hygiene that was no good. S- number four, Cypress Hill sparked a joint on stage. Oh, oh, come on, Lorne. Get out of here with Five that horse shit. Five is Sinead O'Connor. Six is Steven Seagal because he was an asshole. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't believe it. it. It, dude. It absolutely <laughs> is. Listen. No, I, I was being sarcastic. Oh, obviously. Yeah, Steven of course. Seagal. That's Sorry. what it was for. I just okay. read the most amazing book. Oh, yeah, who this, wrote it? I did. Bring this home, Kamar. Well, rate it, Simon. We'll start with you. Uh, Action I Bronson. Give this episode a two. Uh, there was way too much uh, fitness talk. It's, you know, a great for him. I'm so glad that he's fit, but I just don't know why we need to hear about how people get there. Fair enough. Kamar? I give it a three and a half. There was a bit of fitness talk, but there wasn't. They didn't get caught up on COVID or lockdowns or woke culture or cancel culture, which has been a, or politics, which has been a problem in the past couple of weeks. Uh, I give it a three and a half as well. I don't think they've, I've found they didn't talk, they truly, Simon, if you went back and listened, they didn't talk about the weight loss for as long as you think. I found myself being uber disappointed throughout the episode, and then right when well, I you thought didn't get aliens, it was going to get you were going to get aliens, I get it. It got kiboshed okay. for more fitness. So we don't have a bill to pay. Do oh, we, we want to take a break? This would be the break, I say. Okay, let's take a break, and uh, we won't pay a bill. We'll just give you some silence, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Taint lady. The Paul <laughs> Revere of small testicles and taint. Everything's Number good. Everything's pushed. 1638. 1638, the taint lady. Dr. Shauna Tainterson. Swan. Swan. She was... Um, she was something. And I like how at one point Joe turns to Jamie and goes, she can really hang, right? <laughs> Because she, she'd roll with his jokes. All the jokes. Well, because, listen, she had to roll with all his jokes because well, she's everything probably heard them she all. did was a pun. Yeah. Every website she yeah. had, every word she said. Like, well, she also knew the puns. best was that she knew terms they had never heard. Gooch. Th- I don't know how Joe had never heard Gooch, but that was fucking hilarious. If, you're, if, you're, if your field of study is the taint, yeah, you, you have to have a sense of humor. It, it, it's, not po- it's a possibly serious most of this. Couldn't agree more. Uh, you guys uh, familiar with the term chode? Yeah. Choda. Chode, Gooch. Gooch. ABC is my favorite. That sounds the most technical. The a- Devil's Landing Strip. ABC. Ass bog connector. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so she's written a book on the decline of reproductive health in relationship to chemicals and environment causing it. All I know is she proved Alex Jones right. That's, they were turning the frogs gay. Okay, okay. Um, well, sure. I'm not going to go there because I don't bl- I don't buy that. That's but too far, but it was impacting one the step sex too far. of the frogs. Like I was being facetious. Let's keep in mind, too, though, if you come on and you calmly explain the way she did, as opposed to yelling with a big red tomato face, they're turning the frogs gay. I didn't say... Um... I know. I'm just saying a little bit different. And we'll talk more about Alex Jones of in course. the third episode, I'm sure we will. I take it, Kamar. Yeah, buddy. We can talk about whatever you well, want. Well, no, but is it one of your notes? If not, I'm going to talk about it now. No, of course it's, it's one of his it's, notes. It is not one of my notes. What? Okay, well, then we're going to talk about it now. In the last Fantastic. episode, they should have talked about 
how they did that meme of Alex Jones and everything that he said that was proven right, and Joe listed them out. Except yeah. for Sandy Hook. No, he conveniently left that one out. No, but... Um, and the one that he said that... Well, they also said I that rich people that, eat babies. Well, when was no, that? No, 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 ba- drink baby's blood. And I'm not sure it has that that disproven. has been tr- proven has been totally... been disproven. Okay. Well, it's adrenochrome. Oh, we're okay, we just taken down. You, I'm sorry. No wonder canceled every week for I fuck's know, sake. I know. Simon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You dead named Caitlyn Jenner, and now you talk about adrenochrome. Where are we gonna go with this? Well, you just did it again, man. Oops. But I'm chastising you for it, so maybe that reverses okay, the charges. Okay. Yes. Probably. <laughs> probably. So Alex Jones has been right about everything. Make this man president. Well, the frog's gay. She proved that, and the adrenochrome. We now know that's true. Because Kamar just said it was. And, uh, oh, because I'm a source to cite? There's the, yeah, there's a hybrid uh, monkey man. That's happened. The chimera. The, the chimera, yep. Yep. So it's, uh, it's all coming to fruition. It's all coming up, AJ. And it's he's, all coming up, AJ. He's still suppressed after all this truth. Um, well, it's all in the delivery. That's what we found out from Donald Trump. And that holds true for Alex Jones as well. Yeah, couldn't agree more. If it's he all if, if he delivered in a likable way, he could have been way more successful. Yeah, obviously his ideas were visionary, future visionary, and had he come about it like Matt said, less of a red face to Matt, and more of a um, you know calm sage, maybe we're having a different conversation. Well, it's so fitting we're talking about Donald Trump and Taint at the same time, right? Because that's what most people think of him. Um, the biggest thing about this podcast, for us at least listening, is there's some survivor's bias to it, right? Go on. Well, if this affects like uh, younger human beings, we don't have to worry about plastic in the microwave. Like, are you gonna? Are you never gonna put something in the microwave plastic again? Because you have it last week. I bet you. I never microwave yeah, anything. I never microwave plastic Ever. either. What are you microwaving that's plastic? Like, I was just thinking of those Uncle Ben's rice things that come in a plastic bag. Yeah. No, the instant rice. I don't eat those. I got to admit, Kamar, I've never understood why I own a microwave. Popcorn. You don't, you don't use it at all? No, Popcorn. I use that's my the only thing. a lot. But oh, really? I'm just, I you never always, put plastic in I it. I never, hardly ever. I'm Like, I'm trying to think of a, I don't eat TV dinners. I, you know, like, I just don't know. I use it to heat things up, but not Tupperware or anything. Well, you guys are ahead of the curb because that's a really bad thing to do. Yeah, apparently. Oh, if you saw sea spiracy, it doesn't matter. Everything in the fucking ocean's covered in plastic anyway. But it's amazing how plastic is totally um, tied into the oil and like they, that's just conveniently forgotten about, you know? You can't make plastic without oil. Well, no. Um, and oil moves the dial over here. So she breaks it all down, the plastics, this affecting us. And then Joe asks, in the most serious voice, <laughs> how does one measure a child's taint? <laughs> like, like, that's the question in our head. What are the logistics of doing that? And she obviously broke out the um, measuring tape. But yeah. So sorry, Kamar, just one sec. The survivor's bias, you're saying because we all have giant taints, so we don't have to worry about it? Uh, we're probably not going to have children. What Kamar is so, saying is, well, I believe... Well, a, I have a child. You're not going to have another one. 
So it's not going to affect you. It's not going to affect you. None of this will affect you. What he's saying well, is you've already, already you already had on. a kid. Yeah, but he's saying you've already had a kid. Your taint and balls are fine. You reproduce. Oh, I have, but maybe my son's taint this, and balls. He's that's what he's saying. That's but he's saying. saying you don't have to worry about it in the sense like, yeah, your son might not be able to have a kid Just because his, three of us. he has a shrunken taint and ball sack. This this is a PSA for younger generations, possibly. Right. Which one of you is that? That's no, Kamara for sure. Well, that's loud, eh? Uh, Mr. Popular. And you just felt like this was all about you, this one, eh, Maddie? No. No? No. Thanks for bringing it up, though, pal. You brought it up at the beginning no, I of know. the episode. No, I uh, I definitely felt triggered this whole time. Dude, I was like, where for was... Real, for real? I felt triggered Not triggered, no, you. no. I just, for listeners that don't know, I had taint surgery twice in 2019 that kept me off my feet for quite some time. And do, do, now that we're removed from it, have we have a comprehensive idea of what happened to you in your taint? Since it's on the topic. Uh, doctor, I mean, I've been told, I've been told 10 different things. The last doctor I saw was like, it's from smoking. Is it possible though, Matt, that it has something to do with this whole turning frogs gay thing though? Like that's what Kamara's driving at. I no, think. no. I, I thought you were going to say it was ingrown hair or something. No, no. That would have been great. No. Like maybe, you know, maybe there's a lawsuit somewhere. Who am I going to sue, Simon? Uh, whoever turned the frogs gay, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. Big the oil? CIA, the CIA? I, I sue big oil for my fucked up taint. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like the woman who sued McDonald's for the hot coffee. I think you could win. We are far enough removed that we're able to um, process this discussion. Yeah. But did you guys remember in grade six? Because I, I believe that's the first time you have sex ed. The awkwardness of it. The first time they measured my taint in elementary school was <laughs> awkward for sure. <laughs> because it was a janitor? It was for, yeah, I mean, well, they did it in the janitor's closet. I didn't, uh, it wasn't a janitor though. It was like a substitute gym teacher. I think his name was Jean. I remember my teacher's name was Mr. Dickey. Yeah. And yeah, just, he was obviously checking your taint. And just walking. Every day. Walking up and down the rows of her classroom with the overhead, with the ovaries and the penis, just beat red and stammering. Like it's so uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah. But it also feels like them um, telling you that is sort of like a go ahead. It's like, I guess you start looking at girls' titties. Because it's a weird thing. Like grade four, grade five, you're not into girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that summer of. Well, their teacher sex ed. I guess we should. That's not what makes you interested in girls. I don't know. No, it's crazy though how um, your hormones just do that. It's like all happens around the same time. <laughs> well, I think they do. They do it specifically at that time because that's usually when that happens. The birds and the bees start. They can flocking. smell it in the class. They're like, we gotta start teaching sex ed. Could you guys remember being eleven years old and being uncomfortable or sort of awkward? The first time an adult, like I never had this talk with my parents to this day. Oh, I remember my dad trying to do it, and I was just like, "Oh God, this is terrible." Simon, I've had the talk with my son. It is still not fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I did it. Love her, Oh, I didn't even. I was but asking I did, you and your parents. Like, did they ever? Sit I don't down? think I did it with my parents. Um, I don't get it though. I it's twenty twenty one. Is there not like some sort of app that you can just download and give to your kids? Well, that, they like, do. They so, deal the with internet. it all in school. Like, it, I didn't have to take care of any of the um, 
technical issues, but I wanted to like, you know, about treating girls properly and things like that. I don't know what they're telling him in school. I Did you teach sure him he that uh, one of the pink, two in the steak? <laughs> you would be just the best dad, Kamar. No, uh, did, did he... Um, did he demand to ask why you had him circumcised? Like, was he angry? That's a young thing now, isn't it? No, he definitely didn't. Okay, but no. he will. He'll come back to you. You for think it. at some point? Well, isn't that what all the kids are angry at now? Uh, are they? That's the first I've ever heard of that. Yeah, the guy that shot up the Asians. Uh, he, he did was, it because he was. Yeah, he was like, I, this is the worst. No, I'm kidding. I, wow, that's really <laughs> dark. Matt, that's really dark. Is it? I think so. Okay, I'm sorry. I did, think so. Did okay. you sit down with your son with a condom and a banana to show him how to put a condom on? No one's ever actually done that, have they? I've they never. Do, they do that in sex ed. I've in never. Like 1970. I was going to say, I've never so in my problem. life. That's what I was going to say. I forgot because I forgot. Anyways, but do you remember that Friends episode where <laughs> Joey or where it's Joey and he's talking about getting the seam measured? Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's like, tell him, Ross, that's how they do it. And he's like, yeah, that's how they do it. In, in prison. prison. <laughs> yeah, he's classic. like, he goes up, he moves yeah. you to the side, he measures, yeah. he goes up the other side, that's moves you to the side. Imagining as uh, so, yeah, was talking. I was able to uh, stay in this conversation that Joe is just terrified about. So what would, if you had kids, Kamar, yes. and you had a teenage son. Hold on, yes. do you want to have kids? I think I do, but okay. I think it's too late. You think you do? It's definitely not too late. You just need to find a young girl. Yeah. And it's too late for that because I'm fat and ugly now. And unless I come in a windfall of money, I think that's the only way I can attract a girl that's not going to have a geriatric pregnancy. You know, my demographic is now 40, 38 with a bit of a grief case or whatever. <laughs> I'm not pulling 27-year-old hotties. <laughs> grief case. Is that like instead of a briefcase? Emotional baggage. What do that's, you want to call yeah, it? Yeah, that's amazing, man. I've never heard that before. Um, so Joe's terrified about this. And again, this may be wasted on his audience. What is he terrified about? Uh, the taints. Just, taint just, size, just, gay frogs. The, the effect of uh, chemicals and plastics, uh, our general environment on the um, implications of Make us, I guess, basically sterile. Well, here's the thing, and this is where I took this, is that, yeah, this is probably a huge problem, but if it's a problem for our taints, then how is drinking out of plastic cups and everything else that we use plastic for not doing this same kind of thing to us? I think it all is. I, I, I think at the end of the day, we'd have to stop using plastics, period. What she did say is this is, uh, we, you stop using this stuff, it reverses it. And we're three generations away from fixing it. So it's not like it's just out of control. Yeah, she. Yeah, there was a light at the end of the tunnel, but she just didn't think we were going to actually go through with any of it. Nor do I. I don't think we're ever going to... We don't seem interested in change. But just like social media, like it's so bad for us, or but we keep doing it, you know what I mean? Maybe plastic is our evolutionary way of curbing our population. Interesting. I mean, that, that's one of the... We, we sort of... It's, it's a, it, it, even though it's foreign, it is made by us and it's just keeping us in check, you know what I mean? Human beings, <laughs> though, to your point, Matt, are definitely a species of response and not of, like, planning for the future. In the big scheme of things, like, we have to wait for catastrophe to strike before we can... It's because there are too many... We don't operate as a hive mind. 
if we did, I'm sure things would, it would make things worse, but things like this, we would be able to fix much more quickly. But because we have so many people with so many different ideas, like to enact any sort of meaningful change on the go is I mean, very the hard. The real problem is we just, we can never see even the, it seems like even the foreseeable future, we can't really grasp. Like I was like, you you mentioned back to the future too. I don't know if you remember, but when they go to the house in the future, um, they have a fax machine on the wall and it faxes out you're fired. And like, you know what I mean? That was where they were at. Like they just assumed, oh, well, everyone have a fax machine because that's the future. They couldn't see, you know, three steps past well, that. to I, like. I see what you're saying there. I was thinking more like I agree with that too, but more like we're a species that can't see the forest through the trees. I hate that fucking saying. Well, but yeah, but it makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We refuse to, you know, we had uh, like there are always people warning us of everything, and nobody does shit until mm-hmm. it's always close to too late. Well, one of the things they mentioned that I've just baffled by is how does Monsanto keep going? Like, has Monsanto just been Hitler or like the worst? Like for the last twenty years, they, 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 the patents on the seeds, Indian farmers are killing themselves. Like, and they just keep on trucking because we all talk a really good game until it comes down to like the bottom line, and then everybody just does what they need to do. Because the only way you're gonna affect Monsanto is do the uh, is not by their research shit. exactly cut them off, but they're into everything. Because I I thought twenty years ago Monsanto would be stopped its tracks by now like no. doesn't monsanto do like private security for the army and shit no that's Blackwater. i'm sure there's some correlation there but i think monsanto <laughs> and if not i'd look into monsanto it. is a private company but would be a stock you'd love to have who yeah, knows i don't know I if mean, it, i don't know i don't know if you'd have to is it a growth stock a dividend stock like all i'm saying is <clears throat> monsanto seems to do everything or the fault of everything yeah they always seem to make money no matter like what. exxon and then that Valtes just goes to show you kamar it's like there's got to be a lot of government hookup there with monsanto lobbyists to be able to keep getting like decimated in the media and never they're like the teflon don well i don't that's what's interesting i don't think they get decimated by the media i mean the the relationship might be there it's sort of like in close circles people talk about it but they do a great job of suppressing any stories about them related to them it's amazing i I hear you it's amazing to me how um who was the guy you were talking about last week who should be on rogan from uh, project veritas James O'Keefe. Yeah, he is just getting lambasted out there, man. Like for just showing the truth. Yeah, like with without even adding his own editorial slant, like all the other media. No, like the story should be what this guy said, what they caught him saying, and instead it's about a fucking um. This guy. Yeah, the privacy right. Anyway. Well, there goes the next episode, <laughs> but uh, we'll get it back to that. Um. So everyone uses cotton bags, no more plastic bags, if you care about the future. Well, we banned all plastics here coming up very shortly in Ontario. So I think we're going the right direction. Yep. I think we're going the right direction. Oh, Joe's going to have a field day with that, the authoritarianism here. Oh, he is like, you know what the worst part about it is? And granted, I don't know a ton about that story either, but I don't think he has all the facts. 
I think he's reading headlines. We're yeah, I ahead assume. Again. I, okay, yeah, sorry. Again. We are jumping ahead. Sorry. We'll get there, sorry, Simon. Sorry, sorry. We'll we can wrap there. this we'll up there. quite quickly. Okay. Um, there was a lot of Tate talk. I'm into it. But That's what, the new TED Talk. Well, the Ted interesting talk thing is... Uh, I'm surprised at no point Joe said, but uh, does taking a sauna help reverse the effects? Because <laughs> you know how he always wants to oh, say, of course, yeah. I'm doing stuff, so maybe this doesn't affect me. Yeah. It's affecting the whole world. Oh, he, no, you're going into the third one now, too, because Joe made a pretty big statement in that third episode. We'll get to it. Uh, but what he did ask is, is there a difference between rural and city? Because You know, you say you want to get out of the city. There is no change they have the same chemicals, but they're used off farms and stuff. So there's nowhere you can run to. There's nowhere you can hide. There's a huge thing we'd all have to do, which I don't think we're going to do. No, no, we aren't. No, but you can probably limit, like, A, by just not fucking microwaving your plastic, which you seem to do on a regular basis. I, guilty as charged. So, you know, knock that out of your repertoire, and that'll probably help your taint grow back a little bit quicker. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I could do do a test, but I like it's if it's a bit affected, it has happened. Did you immediately measure your taint? No, no, no. I I just I felt a little squeamish, all the taint talk and stuff. I thought it was interesting how um, this resolved that it's like a fifty fifty almost. Traditionally, there's always a woman. Oh, she can't get pregnant. You know, guys have the ego like, well, I fucking busted it up, but there's more to that. Look at the size of my taint. See, this fucking taint's not my fault, not did my she, problem. Did she say what an average size taint was supposed to be? I don't know if they got there. I think it was two and a half inches. Um, From the base. But she, <laughs> the base she didn't realize that jerking off is less disgusting than not jerking off. Hold on, jerking off is less disgusting. Okay, yeah, because sure. men who are backed up become gross. Well, no, you have just all that dead sperm in your nuts. Like, you gotta, you gotta keep cleared out, make room for the new troops. You know what I mean? Instead of new guys swimming through Fresh old youngins. dead bodies. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, that it's like is, the, it's that like is the beaches in Normandy down there. If, if you, you don't never, fucking bust some nuts, if you never jerk off, is it like your um, your new swir- sperm are constantly swimming through like a graveyard, or or, or even worse, like uh, are eating their brethren. <laughs> so you, you gotta to bust be, it up to become the pipes. like zombie sperm. Especially if there's two hundred million in there. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking. Yeah, swimmers. no, that does seem like you know you're constantly pissing out your piss. Keep cleaning it up. Uh, that's what I was saying. It's just to make the world a better place. Uh, and then finally, the neatest thing she said is we qualify as endangered species. How so? She broke down. Th- there's seven. I don't. I don't remember the criteria. The criteria. Uh, one of them is an imminent threat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. Is, yeah. As climate change and this qualifies yeah. as. as such. I mean, that just seems very odd. A seven billion person, or you it's know. not that it's seven billion. It's that the, it's the increase in numbers oh. over the last like two decades that would be the real. Fucking... I get, I get it, but if you said, "Hey, uh, if I said to you, Matt, the um, pigeon population is an extinction, but there's a trillion pigeons," you'd be like, "Yeah, okay, who gives a fuck?" You know? Yeah. I'm just hoping I can get a figure way to get some grants or some money as an endangered species. <laughs> there must there must be some support for me. Save the Kamars. Save, we save have to Kamars. make that shirt, man. Just we have a to picture make many of shirts. Endangered. Um, but it's always weird. Again, Joe should have some survivor's bias as well. It's like the seventh time he's brought this up this yeah, fucking episode. Well, he found something he likes. He had, well, no, I didn't. 
you read it and you read the full definition. I never Isn't it like that. survivorship bias? Yes, it it's both, both. It's, it's survivorship bias. But Potato yeah. Clamato. Um, <laughs> he's, exactly. When he, gets, when he gets terrified. Do you know what I mean? I am really concerned about this. I am terrified. This is horrific. And I, I, I don't see this. Like if Joe were to say Gavin McInnes is such a bad guy, that would make every headline or yeah. whatever or... or Put a support. No one will talk about this. Yeah. This will just not get the traction it deserves. Because she was talking about this. And I think it could qualify as part of climate change. Because mm-hmm. the oils and stuff were the plastic. But she's saying this legitimately is its own crisis in, 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 in the making. Yeah. Again, you guys should watch Seaspiracy. It's fucked. Seaspiracy. You know, I'm genuinely um, surprised that Joe hasn't been more on board the um innocent project yeah well once he gets into something he dives into it and it's just unfortunately that came along with all his faculties are full of their activities as it were back to what you said though the problem also is that like this episode wouldn't get a lot of traction in general just because like if like if we didn't have a show we wouldn't have listened to this no way you wouldn't have seen Dr. Sean, like... You wouldn't have seen the Taint Doctor and been like, I'm all over this. Yeah. Right? Like, this never would have been one you... Uh, yeah, I guess so. But to the right audience, you tell them, say the pet or whatever, they're all behind, rah, rah, rah. I just don't know who this is. Well, because this seems very male-centric to begin with. And probably younger people think there's no future anyways. I'm not going to have kids, so right on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, now I don't have to wear condoms. Well, do you think she gives good head? Dr. Shot of Swan. Okay, stop. She's so comfortable with the balls and the tape. Like, I'm sure she eats ass. You know what I mean? Your argument is just that she knows her way around the package so well. Well, she's definitely going for the taint. She's definitely going, checking a little taint while she works the balls. Um, Dude, he did that like, he did that like a, like a miner who had been trapped underground forever. (laughs) The the taint, like. (laughs) like, It's so perfect how this microphone is like a dick in my face. I could use it as a perfect prop. Like Neo breaking out of that uh, egg at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. I hope she's a little freak. It likes to get a freak on. That's weird. Okay. Well, whatever. Like Dr. Ruth, you know, she's a freak or was a freak. No. That would be my assumption. Yeah. That was my assumption too. So you work with the balls and the taint or whatever. I mean, I don't know if she's married or going to swingers clubs, but she might not be have fun to have sex with because she's so analytical about it. She's she's giving you head, and while she's, she's giving you head, she's like, just so you know, your taint on? is about a half centimeter shorter than it should be. Your ass ball connector, which explains your tiny dick <laughs> <laughs> and your cancer. But, wow, uh, that was really directed at me, wasn't it? You piece of shit. No, no, <laughs> she she could have been Bad. annoyed with the jokes and stuff, but she like like uh, Joe said, she could hang with us, and uh, that's all I have for this episode. We're, we're in a crisis, and I don't think there's a the noise was made for this to be taken any more seriously than before this episode. Yeah, I mean, the big takeaway is Alex Jones was right about the frogs being gay. Debatable. Yeah, uh, yeah, very debatable. Anyway, well, let's rate it then. We'll start with you, Simon. What do you give uh, Dr. Shauna Swan, the Taint Doctor? A three. Okay. I thought she did a remarkably good job considering. Okay. Considering. Kamar? I give it a three. Yeah. And 
I was about to uh, microwave something in plastic. And then I listened to this episode and I switched it into a glass bowl. So excellent. So you learned something. Better, yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. I give it a three. Is that an agreement? An agreement. 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 But it has That's the me, wrong one. It has got Cunt. me. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. What? Agree us. Oh. Well, here, I got to hit the fucking... Got to get back in We time. have an agreement. There we go. It does back make me time. think a little bit about this idea of, you know, they say when you're, like, getting ready to have a baby or whatever, you don't jerk off because you're saving all your sperms. Okay. But now I'm thinking, they say? like, you're just, you're literally got a ball sack full of just dead sperm that your good sperm has to swim through, like... But why aren't you? Are you not Maybe a regular? Maybe that's why, like the generations have been consistently getting. You know, I don't want to say it, but say it. I'm, I'm just making a weird move. He's just doing this for the listeners, Dimmer. by the way. Dimmer. Oh, you think the generations are getting stupider? I disagree. Or whatever with that. it means with the plastics. I don't know how you can say. Well, that. Well, it's 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 possible if the plastics are actually like affect your nuts, affect your brains. Like we're just not have the capacity, but the access to information leads me to think we're smarter every day. Listen, the generation before you thought we were dumber, and now we think the generation after us is dumber. I guess, I guess and so. the generation so. before us had lead paint. Yeah, they did asbestos. a ton of stupid shit. They smoked while giving birth. Like it was bananas. Non-filtered cigarettes. Yeah, non-filtered cigarettes. Yeah. I guess the fact that we know so much more now and we're still so like backwards. I don't know. Maybe. Are we dumber? Because life is better, right? Steven Pinker, all those metrics. Yeah. Are we dumber or smarter? So I should so I should do that. Does That's making everything easier make us smarter? Well, it makes us softer. Yeah, me, but no, I don't know if that smarter was based on intelligence. Because w- like we're all, not as uh, ingenuitive as we have to be. But it's all available to us for like immediate downloads. So I can see both sides of the. I think we have less patience than we would have before but, 5G. But three-hour podcasts. I mean, come on, guys. Well, because everything's put <laughs> out in such chunks. Now, this has created a market for people who want something long form. Specifically, what I find most of our listeners love you guys are doing something where they have three to four hours that they can listen to in a row. You know what I mean? Like I listen to two podcasts while painting one door. French doors again. Yeah, but that's kind of Simon's point is like before when you had like, think about it, when you had a monotonous job in the 60s, you just did that fucking monotonous <laughs> job. That's it. I go postal. At least now when you do your monotonous job, at least now you can learn something while you're doing it. Like you could argue maybe you could get a fucking a degree, you know, if you were really. Or you don't have to learn. You just get lost in someone else's conversation. Sure. And don't think about what you're But even doing. then, I think by Hating doing that, life. you're going to learn something. Maybe, maybe not. Not you, from this podcast. But if you but, listen to Legion Skanks, you don't really learn anything. Maybe you learn about a funny story, but... You might. You learn how to laugh. Okay, finally, uh, that's a great subway. Speaking of Legion Skanks, 1639. Dave Smith. Simon's back. He's wow, got he it back. Did it. It's incredible. He yeah, did it. It was amazing. Amazing. Dave Smith. So, yeah, I mean, he really articulated exactly what Kamar wants to say all the time and can't. Yeah. And I think, jumping ahead, they're talking about uh, Neuralink. I may need Neuralink to be successful. 
because there's some sort of breakdown between my brain. Yeah, you may need it for sure. What yeah. Say, but what if it turns me into a genius? <laughs> my thoughts are on point and are articulate, but it's just a breakdown to get to the mouth. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. I just. I hope that's it, Kamar. I just I hope had that's a vision it. of Kamar with like a monocle. He was like a better version of himself. <laughs> Excuse me, Richard. Yeah. There's a yeah, fly yeah, in my suit. Exactly. Well, I'm just going back to last week and you talking about Biden pulling the troops out September 11th. Like you left out so many key elements that made your argument stronger. I had not known any of those elements, so I could. It wasn't that I... Oh, so then your argument just sucked. Fine. <laughs> I just saw that they posted, this is the date. And go, okay. Well, that's sort of like, I feel like my position was you're asking, you're daring someone to fuck with you by that date or on that date. like. But even then, by saying you're going to pull the troops out, period, which Trump also did, which everyone does, you still give your enemies a chance to... Mine was just the weird symbolicness, like full circle. Just that date in particular, I thought was like just asking for trouble like calling a shout out whatever you want it just it seemed pompous and like there's no need to do this at this point it, the whole thing's a fucking disaster as soon as you're ready to pull them out just pull do them it out. quietly and just get them home if that's good don't try to make a big thing about it because you just call attention to the bullshit you already did that's all i'm trying to say i gotta pull something up here but keep going keep so talking. they started off with the cnn thing what was the CNN? Well, like? the, the James O'Keefe, as we were talking. Oh, right. And how it was a Tinder honeypot. Like, it's just a tale as old as time. Do you know what I mean? This guy got a date with Tinder, or they found him, and it said, she must have been hot. I wish they showed the girl. And she's like, so what do you guys do at CNN? And he just lays it out because he's <clears> trying <throat> to get his dick sucked. Yeah, I mean, he could also be full of shit. He, you say he's like a Bill Pullman in uh, True Lies. Well, if he's trying to get his yeah. dick, he's blowing his what I'm, up. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that is a possibility, is it not? That you know, we've, they don't we've all her, tried to get our dick sucked. They don't share her questions. You're going. So, do you guys like? Did you guys like get Trump out of office? That'd be so hot if you did. Like, well, actually, <laughs> I think he was being honest. It is. Yeah, but what I'm saying, Kamar, is what I'm saying is even when you're bragging, like. It's what you think is hot. It's not what you think the other person thinks is hot. Like, you're like, oh, I bet she thinks it's hot if I got Trump at all. Like, power trip shit. That's all I'm saying. Well, obviously, when I watch those tapes, it speaks to my bias. So I'm like, of course, this, this is what I've been yeah, saying I've sure. been doing all along. Uh, I feel like the James O'Keefe guy is suing. So he he feels there's a validity to it. And the guy's not paid out of character. But um, 2021, the... The honeypot still works. Like, you know what I mean? Like James Bond, like it's always a girl or, or, or whatever it is, is like the weakest part of humankind that will always be able to get through to someone. Yeah. It's just man's Achilles heel. It's our Achilles heel. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure there's there's a reversal for like everyone. I, I don't think it's just men, but maybe it is. You know how Joe talks about like um, sometimes if you haven't, released you just make terrible decisions and i know every man knows what that feels like you Dude, know you said released in the grossest way like three times you have released your 200 million little fucking i think that's servers. the first time i said release okay well there you just said it again i don't with, know why I with release that. when you haven't jerked off you make terrible decisions and you make way better decisions when that's not even a a variable yeah 
So they call it the second second brain. It sort of looks like a brain too. Why why did I even start talking about that? Because you want to talk about releasing. No. Why, what were you talking about? Well, real quick, I wanted the to The honey pot allows you to be Oh how in. yeah, it's just man's Achilles heel. So he should have jerked off before he went on this date and maybe he would have uh, blown all the smoke that's up right. Ass. You got it. I want to say real quick too. Last week we had the we were talking about guns and I asked the hypothetical. I said what like what number of people have to you know save your family or self defense whatever. So someone sent me um well, they just sent me that they said they looked it up and the, the CDC estimates that between 500,000 and 2 million people a year defend themselves with guns. Now, again, that, that's the that's the pro side to have guns like that's well, keep, are all these. Keep in mind, though, keep in mind, if you don't have as many guns, like it's a weird catch 22 argument defending themselves from guns in general precisely so it's a tough you know it's usually a tough if it was all million of those were against a million knife attacks then you sort of have a more justifiable we don't know which it is i also said you'd have to look at countries that don't have a big gun problem and put it beside those and see you know you need you need more to the story but i said you know that if that's i said to him if that's the case then yeah well what skews it is what i've been watching lately on uh youtube and whatnot is guys going like honduras and uh, El Salvador. Oh, you need a gun there. Well, they go, and sometimes they have to stop what they're doing and like reverse and get, get yeah. out. You know what I mean? So all these things. And if you're right, Maddie, too, about like a lot of the kind of stats come from certain areas where a ton of this stuff happens, then that's going to skew a lot of the gun stats too, right? Yep. I mean, again, it, in, in I just, all fairness, I just wanted to bring up the counterpoint I asked last week and now I got an answer. So and keep in mind, too. I also said that's, this to him. That's big of you, Matt. What I said was this as well. If if you are the person that has saved your family from some sort of horrific attack or something, you don't give a fuck. Like in your head, you're like, I saved the people that matter. And if 10,000 people unfortunately lost their lives this year to guns in this country, well, that's unfortunate. But. You know, so there's that and too. How many people would you let die to save your family? Well, that's it too, of course. And if it, and this is what I'm going to come back to, and then we can stop talking about this if you want. Sure. If it was about like, if it was really about protecting your family mm-hmm. and not a amendment issue, then you wouldn't care about being on a registry because as long as it gave you the means to protect your family. Do you see what I'm driving at? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to have the registry thing because who cares? We got bogged down with that last week. But um, I think it's a big deal. There was two huge Matrix moments in this for me. Go on. <coughs> well, first of all, he mentioned GSP's drunk training partner. Oh, yeah, that was crazy, right? I, actually, I need to go and look at that. That sounds like uh, the ghost of Jean-Claude And why Van Damme. did we even bring that up last week? I brought it up two weeks ago, and or I can't remember ago. why I brought it up. I th- or did Kamar bring it up? No, I brought we it up. No way there, I brought right? that up. No, it was on the show. I did the impression of GSP. I was like, I did the whole thing. I felt like we had talked about it. I do not. I did not know prior to this episode about that, so it was not me. Okay. There it was go. me. Anyway, I did the impression of GSP talking about him bringing it. I can't remember why we were talking about it, but yeah, that was a big one. And then the other one was... Um, I posted, I think it was like a couple months ago on our Reddit, I posted this super old clip of The Daily Show that they did about Ron Paul that everyone needs to watch. It's like a five-minute clip, but like the Republicans just fucking buried Ron Paul. 
Just like the Democrats buried Bernie Sanders. He, yeah, yeah, I get it. The I'm best. Yeah. Whenever the best candidate they have, if if they're not playing ball, they're like, it's time for you to go. And the fact that he's a gynecologist, like, he just takes all the boxes that you can't criticize this guy, especially if you're a Democrat. What were you talking about before that? What do you mean? Oh, the the my the Matrix moments. I said GSP doing the. Th- oh right, when he showed that video. Yeah. Um. Sp- Spied up motion of him just kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. And I forgot, too, that, like, he, like, really goes hard on those guys. Because he's drunk. Yeah. yeah, well, he's just, like, a French guy who just doesn't pull any punches. Well, he's used to, like, tie fighting where oh, they yeah. fight every day. I, it just yeah. reminded me of how hilarious it was. It sounds like there needs to be a documentary about this guy. Rand Paul. <laughs> no. No. Th- he's talking about Ron. Ron, Ron Rand Paul. Paul is Ron Paul's son. son yeah. Yeah. And who's very disappointing to what's to Dave, but he, Dave. he 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 probably fights up for some point. Well, because like, he was supposed to be like the libertarians, great white hope. Yeah, Rand Paul sucks. Ron Paul was he sucks less than some, but he's not as cool as his dad. Uh, back to they spoke about Ari, which makes you feel like Ari might get on the show because all he did wrong was the Kobe thing, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, massive fallout, and we never heard from him again. But I think, but I mean, Joe, it felt like Joe would have had him on right away, like even right after the Kobe thing. It didn't feel like Joe was like, I don't know, too hot to have you on right now. This Spotify thing is super interesting. I'll agree with you there. And we finally found out why he went to Spotify in this episode. Why? Because you brought up how all of Tim Dillon's videos are demonetized, and that's what he was facing with YouTube. Did you hear mu- how much they said um, he makes on Patreon? A hundred thousand a month. Yeah. Who? Tim Dillon. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. That, but that's one of the most successful Patreons. There's Patreons that do a lot, who do five dollars a month or whatever. Like there's a side of scale, but we. Yeah, just, I'm aware of that. I'm just <laughs> still the fact that he makes one point two million dollars. I, I, yeah. I was talking to Simon. So I found myself agreeing a lot with. Um, with uh dave yeah i mean he's such a smart guy and he really makes his points clearly and you know on some points we differed for sure and some points i really agreed with him but he lost me when he said he respected mike baker like on what planet in which time zone like where why i think he was like what Instead of Ooh. like, instead of getting off the track and just getting a huge fight with Joe, like you're an idiot for having this guy on show, he sort of played the party line like, "I love Mike Baker, but he's totally wrong." But he didn't want to get in the weeds about it. That's what I think. Happened. Okay, fair enough. Mm. I mean, I could respect that. I guess I hope that's the case because I really feel like um, Dave Smith is like, you know, I I just think he's so level headed. Even though I disagree with him on some stuff, like. I feel like all his positions are really well thought out. The bottom line. No, Matt, you disagree. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, listen, I like I, I'm with you. I didn't agree with everything he had to say. You know, when they were sitting there saying we're a fucking like we're an authoritarian country right now. Like I said, I was laughing at that. I was like, come on. Well, uh, keep in mind too. What do you mean? Well, listen, you don't even own yeah, a business. You're hilarious. I will say this. I don't own a business. So I can't speak from the business owner standpoint. If you do own a business, I feel terrible for you. I can't imagine. It's hard enough owning a business when the times are good. I can't imagine trying to own a business right now. That being said. 
His These people act like it's weird. the Gestapo are but fucking was, on their way. They stop every car coming to and from Gatineau for a day, and people lost their minds. Okay, can I? Yeah, hold on though. Keep in mind, and people lost their minds. Like you were talking about how. The, I'll give you an example. They, the cops immediately in Ottawa were like, just so you know, we're not going to randomly stop cars. God bless. Yeah, so this is my point. Is it's, But the powers that be tried to do it. Yeah, well, and they didn't succeed. Can, so can, I, Go ahead, Simon. Let me just say this, okay? Look, I get it. It seemed heavy-handed and all of that stuff. So they say nobody can go into the playgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then Joe's argument is, well, he wasn't arguing, but his argument would be, how is that possible? They're authoritarian up there. We know that this isn't transmitted on the outside. There's no proof of that. Blah, 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 blah. And he's probably right. Like, what I think, though, is that they're just hedging their bets. There's all these variants. They don't know exactly what's going on. They'd rather be safe than sorry. I get it. They probably went a little too far. But when you go out, Kamar, and they said now, use them. You're good to go. Just wear a mask. Nobody does it. Like, everybody pushes the envelope, so they have to go that extra step. Like, I get that part of it, man. Human beings, they're natural. Everybody is to just, like, buck the trend. I don't know, man. So I I think there has to be a happy medium there. And then Joe with the masks, like, and Dave, like, I get it. They don't think that's real, but I don't know if any of that's been proven. And listen, if I sneeze in your face versus if I'm wearing a mask and sneeze in your face, like that viral load is going to be less for sure. So I don't even know what we're talking about here. I told you the best analogy I heard was the guy was like, listen, I have vicious diarrhea. You're lying on the floor. I go to squat over you. You have an option, mask or no mask. You're going mask. 10 times out of 10, 100 times out of 100. Mitigate the drizzle. That's... Yes, agreed. And at this point, again, not with the diarrhea, but with the diarrhea, wouldn't you just err on the side of caution? If I was concerned for my health, yeah. Or if you're concerned for somebody else's health or whatever. That's that's why I wear a mask, but I'm not afraid of getting COVID and it um, hurting me. But that doesn't mean... um, I have the right to tell someone what they should do or not do. And I, I would assume, like, I know that in your head, the government is doing this to eradicate something or other, like all business altogether. But I think they're probably just erring on the side of caution. And and there there will be, upon eternal review, a decision to say we erred too much on the side of caution or not. Neither here or there. What I thought is weird is he's using one example of a church in Alberta I thought it was in Toronto. Or, was it in Alberta? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't look into it. Was it was Manitoba, could... Alberta. But like, I've always thought Joe was like sort of anti-religion. You know what I mean? It'd be a good thing if you're preventing children from going to a Catholic church, for sure. <laughs> but it's just the right to gather, which is more important on the list of amendments, right? The point is we have different rules as countries. So it's almost ice and icicles, or I think it's a bad analogy. Well, did you see the thing I posted? No, Simon obviously didn't. The thing I posted on Reddit? So we're actually, Canada is actually the ninth freest country in the world. Freest, yeah. Ahead of the U.S. The U.S. is ranked 21, I believe. But it doesn't break down based on what the criteria I understand that, but, well, no, I believe it does if you go into it further, but. And remember when New York went in and, like, 
fucking stopped all those Jews from doing what they were doing, their funerals or whatever? Like, where was Joe then? They tried to, and they just, those guys went through it. I, I think they all got charged, or who knows what they got charged with. Here's the thing with the masks, though. I, <clears throat> if you don't want to wear one, I guess that's fine. But when you go into someone's business, and they're like, you have to wear a mask, and then you throw a tantrum... That's when you are the problem. I've never done that. I never will do that. I'm not saying you would. I'm just saying I've seen a million of those and then they scream and kick and bitch. I don't think you should also go to jail for not wearing a mask. But again, if you're then trespassing, you know, I think the cops should be called. And But why make a scene? Why have the cops show up for a mask? It's insane to well, me. Well, I think but you just... can't. You can't force anybody to wear a mask here. If you show up to any business... I understand. It's against the Charter you, of Human Rights. I am well aware. No, no, no. no, no but shoes, I mean, you... No shoes, no service. If you have That's a, what I said. A medical if you say you have a medical condition, they'll have to let you do your business. I understand. That's the Charter of Human Rights. If you have a medical condition, said. you just shop online. But so. that's what I'm saying, Simon, is like, so what So what about no, shoot, no shirt, no shoes, no service? Well, I guess that somehow doesn't fit into like there's not a medical. Con if you have a medical condition saying that you can't wear shoes, then you are allowed to go into those businesses and shop shoeless. Yeah. I mean, again, I think everyone's using this medical condition shit and just. Obviously, I'm just I guess this is reinforcing your point, Matt, that we're not so not free, like there. We have a charter here, too. It's just. I just said we're more free than then. We have the ninth freest country in the world. Yeah, but what is that even based on? Like, and who, where did you read that? Who made that? What was the voting? What was the. Listen, I only found this thing because I was watching a right wing podcast. Where no, no, they I'm, accidentally pulled it up. I'm not questioning you. I'm I get it, but like, they obviously didn't pull it out of nothing, is my point. Mm hmm. And, you know, Singapore, like the UAE was ahead of the states on that list. So that surprised the shit out of me. The longer that we keep turning our TVs, though, now. And watching Americans just living normally. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's going to get shorter and shorter a period of time. Because like I've, I've said, I'm not going to say it again, our numbers are lower than their numbers in some place that has the exact same population as us. Well, I don't think they're planning on locking us down forever, Kay. I think they're trying to just get a hold on what turned out to be like a bad third wave. And But you've got to agree, after three lockdowns, for us to be in this position, a fourth lockdown, if it happens, is just insanity. Like, that's all they have going I, for the business. I would totally agree with that. Do you see what's going on in India right now? Well, th 300,000 a day. We shut down the flights from India. And Pakistan, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, well, let's like, not start with the flight. I thought you would have done this a year ago. Anyway, see, we'll, we'll start there. I'm pretty sure, though, the loophole no, but, is that you can fly to another country and then fly from there but to Canada. I, again, you're... If you go lockdown, lockdown. You're just jumping over it, Kamar. Like, that's what can happen. Yeah. If you don't fucking do something in some cases and I get it it's easy to point out places like Florida and be like yeah like it seems to all be working but we're not Florida so I don't know what's different like are you willing to roll the dice on what could happen in India you can't compare uh, India to Canada and not compare Canada to Florida like it, it's I guess I, but we're way I, much healthier than they are in India. I'm sure. Well, I don't know why that I'm is. I'm showing you what and a worst case scenario. Way more healthier scenario. than they are in Florida. I'm showing you what a worst case scenario can look like. Well, and, Kamar, I what I also want to know is this: like, I want to know how many ICU beds there are in the entire state of Florida. The ICUs are always a problem in non-COVID times. 
They're always overflowing. It's been an issue for 20 years. I want to know, what did Ari send? That they wouldn't show or talk about? And they were like, you delete this right away. I hate it when they do that stuff. Oh, yeah. What was that? I don't know. What but was too bad to even be mentioned? If there's a will, there's a way. I'm going to see if I can get it. That would be awesome, though, eh? If Ari decided not to send it, but then Joe outs him anyways, and he gets fucking banned for it. Oh, no. Joe, Joe's got uh, tight lips. Um, mm. It's crazy that in this, that he was like Biden, whatever, and then Dave snickered that he's not going to make it two years, whatever. And now we're 100 days into the presidency, and we're already talking about 2024. Mm-hmm. Like no one ever has a time to govern or rule. No. And I saw an interview with Kamala Harris this morning, where uh, the interviewer it was on CNN, whatever, asked her what he excited about. It was like we are about to lift half of American children out of poverty. Like what about the other half? Do you know what? I, like she specifically said half of America. So we're going to leave the other half in poverty. And then it got back to this. That's, so you're totally a glasses half empty guy. You're not even happy about them getting half the people. You get halfway <laughs> to get the yeah, full. How do you get all the. So you need to get all. You need to get everyone out at once or it's just not even worth it? Well, how are they, are they triaging the half they're going to help? The, I, so, Kamar, if you, if you saw a car full of four people and, two and it goes survive, into the water. No, but if it goes into the water, you're not. If you figure you can't get all four of them out, you're not even going to try. I just don't know how they. How they've decided they could help half of the poor children, not all of them. With well, I don't think it's a decision. I think and that's not how it works. They're not saying you. I think there's certain good. people you, are so low. Certain people are so low that even if they pulled them up, they're still going to be under poverty. And well, all I was going to say is uh, when they talk about all these bills with all this Ford aid that they were talking about, like I don't know how you turned them them getting rid of fifty percent of kids in poverty into a bad thing. It's very well, odd. Because I bet what it means is you're going to make more people who were rich poor. And so poverty isn't poverty anymore. We'll we'll see if they accomplish it. I just... Think about what you just said. They're going to make more people... They're going to make people who are already rich more poorer. So they're just going to be slightly less rich, you mean, is what you're saying. You won't more poor is out of poverty just where you are is now normal. You know what I mean? It's just a sliding scale is what he's saying. We'll, we'll see. Hey, I hope she accomplishes it and stuff. I just thought it was like... Listen, we are, I, I don't think any of us like Kamala Harris, but like that's just, it's just they're trying to help. They have to help half the people to help 100% of the people. Well, I guess you're American. Just hope which half you're in. Um, I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, fine. yeah let's you, go. You guys <laughs> can't laugh at anything. You're very serious, analytical. I can't help you with that. I thought you're looking at me. What are you talking about? Because was it? Because like, come on. They said, "Huh?" Like, I don't care if she saves all of them. I was just thought it was funny. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So don't be too literal. Um, do you agree though? The point I I didn't articulate, but try to make it about how the passports are discriminatory, and, and not that they should not be necessary or. I don't think it's like the sliding scale of. Uh, Keep in mind, if we're they, talking about they know about you, but just the same way they said, ID for voting is discriminatory, but the COVID passport would not be discriminatory. I think they're both discriminatory for the same reason. Okay. 
And I, I, I thought he articulated that better than I did. Because that's why I thought his main point for why not they don't want a, a COVID passport. I could understand one tied in with your passport. But do you think you need a COVID passport to go to Quebec? Well, or that's, what, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's where the problem where lies. That's where the problem lies. Like, I'm, I don't have a problem. Like, again, if it's just a travel fucking international, we already have that. So I don't see the fucking it's issue. within your own country. That's, that's where I have a problem. Yeah, and that I agree with. If it's, if it's like you can't go to Quebec without your fucking papers, the papers, then yeah, I have a problem with that. But yeah, that and I'll agree. I think that's where I think that line in the sand gets drawn and then stepped over is Or like you said, they're like, "Oh, you can't go to the grocery store unless you have your fucking your passport." You know, that's I don't know. That seems ludicrous. So but then you can only order online if you don't have a passport. Again, this seems like Amazon wins, yeah. A way to make money for Amazon. I uh I'll be very interested like he said it's more like this one of the things where they float ideas. You know what I mean? Just to, to, to test the waters or whatever, and then it never goes through. But then we jump on it and get all over it. Um, well, no, I mean, I'll agree with that, too. They test out the waters, right? And they see what the people are going to be willing to accept and what they're not. If there's too much outrage, they don't do it. But if they see they can get away with it, like they're going to... I mean, I'm certainly not arguing that the government is good, it's just, it's just the, the most interesting thing is how he said, you'd think we've gotten to the point where the right is against this and the left is for it, where you would have thought it was a complete opposite, right? The left is for what? Wearing masks? Passports, whatever, everything. Like they always said, it, it, they asked, if Trump had said lock yeah. her down, mask her up, would people with Trump derangement syndrome or whatever say, fuck that guy, I'm not listening to him? I was it's just going to say, though, I think, I think it is true. I think so much got skewed because Trump became um, a symbol of everything that was wrong. So no matter what he did, it was going to be looked at as a bad thing. So if he was, if like Kamar's saying, if he was for mask, then what happens? How does that paradigm shift? There's an alternate universe where that all went down and we're just well, not privy. We got to do some DMT to find I'd, out what happened. I'd there. like to see that universe just as a thought experiment. So obviously the biggest news of the week where I think we were all wrong about it. Um, they discussed it was the Derek Chauvin. Yes. Because yeah. we all thought Trump was going to win. Right? We all thought Trump was going to win. We thought Trump was going to win be Biden. No, we didn't want him to win necessarily, but we... I thought Trump was going to be Biden. Yes. I thought Trump was going to be Biden, yeah. And we all thought Chauvin was going to get off. Yeah, we're stupid. No, no, no. No, no, no. I said he would get... I said he something. was going to get manslaughter and probably do 10 years. I, I definitely never thought they'd get him on either murder charge. I said they weren't going to be get a, be able to get him on the charge they were going for, so I will admit that, yeah. Do you guys remember the sense when Trump won? How the, the news organizations didn't know how to react? Okay. CNN was beside himself. And Fox was even beside himself. Like, well, because they all had, you know, how they, an obituary they have 10 years in the making. Are you talking about Chauvin now? Now, or? with the Chauvin trial, the same thing happened. You know what I mean? The. the so you think right wing media thought right he was going to get off, and left wing media thought he was going to get off. Great job, and this is what happens, and this is justice. And CNN was getting ready to say, it's another justice. And. There was this, uh, this eight hours of complete, it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Kamar, do you think that's how it would have gone, though, had he gotten off? Let's say you think Fox News would have gone on and 
been like taking the stance of this is a good thing that he oh, well, got Fox, off. I think, is even trying to say he got done dirty. So they're, they're not pulling anything back. Well, Tucker Carlson had an ex-cop on. The cop was like, I actually thought it was kind of excessive. And then Tucker Carlson was like, get off my show. Really? <laughs> could, yeah. Could Derek Chauvin had gone to the scene of the crime and found the biggest black guy in the world to kneel on his neck for 10 minutes if he survives that? Could he use that as defense? I don't know. What? He's saying if he had, if he could put himself, it's like a feat of strength. If he could put himself in the same position he was put in. If he dies, he dies. And well, I guess we does know. Does he get off then? That was, that's could his argument. Could he use it as a defense? Interesting. Um, I was very surprised, Kamara. Keep in mind, though, this isn't over. Like, everyone forgets that there's an appeals court. He's obviously going to appeal it. And the appeals court, as far as I know, is not uh, a jury. It's 12 judges. Do they decide. have the death penalty in? Uh... No, I don't believe they do. So well, our, well, well, but he only got second degree murder, right? Yeah, he was only going to do he's forty years, I believe. Is well, what but they're saying he might get the sentences coming. So there's twelve years could get people rage, because like, we all went through the Rodney King, yeah, because that's the craziest thing ever. And I wonder had he died, had Rodney died, had died from that beat, like cause that was this is all the perfect storm, right? We had the video of it, yeah. We had the court case, yeah. and they got off, and you're like, how the fuck is this possible? Yeah. And I don't know one person is like, well, you don't know what it's like when you pull over a guy, you got four guys with sticks who are afraid for their lives. Like That was just egregious, and people rioted appropriately. If a year from now, will news cover the appeals? Like If he, if he gets off down the road, will it spark right? although the people are appeased right now? That's what I was saying is I believe I believe that he'll get off on again the two murder charges down the road and they'll just be able to stick with the manslaughter too or whatever it was. Do you think the media has a responsibility not to just don't blow that up? They're just stoking the flame or people need to know that happened. Like it's, we're better off right now for, well there's 10 more shootings happened. But do you see the latest shooting where he shot the girl? Who is lunging another girl with a knife? Yeah. So CNN is racist on Fox. Is like shot of the year. Yeah. Because it's actually pretty amazing that he hit her and no one else. That video was insane. But they're saying you gotta let girls with butter knives stab people with butter. Like, what are we doing here? Did you think that's a one instance where you want a shot? What is it? What are you guys talking about? This girl, this this, this like seventeen year old black girl, was shot in Ohio by a cop a couple days ago. Cause she had a butter knife. Uh, I think it was a kitchen knife. She had a knife, knife. and she was like going after this girl as the cop showed up. But I mean, again, Kamar is like, I think the question you have to ask is, could he have tased her or maced her? Like, you know, all these like shot to like to kill, especially when you, the cop, are not in danger. Seems odd because your life isn't threatened. So you have, you should have all your wits about you where. But it'd be if your life is being threatened. You said, do whatever you got to do to stop me from getting stabbed. Well, let's say it's your sister. Like coming at you with a knife. Do you want her to be shot to death by the cops? No, of course. I don't want anyone to be shot to death. But by there the you cops. go. So you just answered it. But I mean, I've never been attacked by someone with a knife. I get it. But that's what I'm saying is, but so put yourself in the position you're in now and you're being attacked by a knife. I think I, I for, your sister is like a specific thing. Anyone else, probably I want them to be shot before they stab me. But you just said, but again, shot dead. 
No, you don't want anyone shot dead. Well, you there you go. That's stops. what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, but, and, and maybe that guy wasn't trying to shoot her dead. Maybe he was just trying to shoot her to incapacitate. You've got but to again, when you're shooting, when you're shooting for like the chest, Simon, you know, you, you got to assume. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. If you're shooting, they're saying the he should have shot in the air. I sort of startle everyone. I don't know why a good leg shot. Listen, from what I saw from the UFC last night, maybe it doesn't a good st- leg shot takes everyone down. Maybe it this doesn't stop the knife. Kneecap is stopping anyone. That's what. <laughs> thank you. Apparently, he's a he's a he was an army sniper. The shot is amazing. Like I see what Kamar's overshadowed saying, by the girl dying. Matt, I like, see what Kamar's saying your as well. Question: Like, if it is your sister, don't you want the cop to shoot that person? No, dead? what I'm saying is your sister's the one stabbing. I you. understand. I'm reversing that a little bit. You know what I mean? And I'm saying counterpoint like if that's your sister who's being rushed you want that cop to shoot that person dead here's the problem though is like kamar just said the guy was an army sniper like he could have easily shot the person probably somewhere that would have taken her down where she could have done maybe minor damage with the knife for, for this situation like but here's the thing is like i look at it like this if you can take someone down I don't know. It's it's tough. I get it. It's not an easy job, but it's I just... It's a double-edged sword in the truest sense of the word. You yeah. Know? I just... all You know, it seems like there's a lot of people dying. Now, I'm with Dave Smith, where they need to just legalize drugs and stop the, with these fucking raids. Well, this is it. This is, and that's, this that's is it. All just, this no-knock this, nonsense. It, it's all fucking insane. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You can eliminate such a huge chunk of all of this just by legalizing drugs, and they refuse to do it, even though they've clearly lost the war on drugs. And like, proved without a shadow of a doubt that's the only way you're going to put... We, we, that, that's what this all come to say. I just wanted to say the one thing about that late shooting is I believe the girl who got shot is the one who called nine one one. Yeah, that's weird. Which is it just it's just a crazy world. And apparently there's another one now where they shot the guy in the back and they have a body cam and the police are oh, oh well we gotta follow this before we can release the thing and uh, we're gonna have another situation at hand. Which they talked about postal. Why don't they call it postal anymore? Because that was just Tuesday. I I would I know when Joe said why don't they call it postal anymore? I was like Joe, because literally a so FedEx. I was like a FedEx place got shot up. Like it's just a, pick a day of the week. Yeah. And all I wanted to say is about the racism. Watch if you if you want to watch America racism. I think it's from 1988, the Geraldo Rivera show. Yeah. He has all these admitted skinheads white supremacists on stage and then <laughs> a Jewish <laughs> rabbi and this black guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and anyways, um, the uh, the uh, white supremacist drops a very hard kike. <laughs> and the guy like gets up, can't control himself and just starts choking the guy <laughs> as if he doesn't control his hands. <laughs> One thing leads to another. Geraldo gets face in the chair. But if you just saw these attitudes of racism in 1988, I think it was worse then than it is now. Do you know what I mean? The mainstream media is going to tell you that racism is the biggest it's ever been today, but I don't think it is. I think it's portrayed as. And the problem is drugs or or drugs being legal. That a disproportionate amount of people are involved in it from a race and so they get looped in and it makes it's a systematic racism it's because it's a business everything is a business of putting people in jail and fucking rehab and all of that stuff man it's about filling quotas and as long as it's like that that's the way it's going to be like but what i was going to say before is um 
it's a perfect example of how like okay take the war on drugs all right we know that like we know uh operation uh, fast and furious all of that shit like um what's his name flying the planes we know it's so fucking corrupt and yet it still goes on we know from the outside you can clearly see that paid for prison will breed this type of thing and yet we continue on with it it's not us it's them yeah but but they, they continue on just with it, yeah. continue on and it's like well and it's weird too it, the argument just, that like you're a free crazy, again the argument that you're a free country when you incarcerate more people than ever is also so backwards your like own people you should be going out of your way to dude i posted a thing that from forbes magazine the other day that said more people were arrested for marijuana last year than violent crimes Think of how many more violent crimes you could stop yeah. if you stopped wasting yeah. time arresting people for fucking marijuana. Like how, and that's at least one thing we got right here. How free are you for real when you're locking up your own people because the fucking uh, government is crooked and they're tied up with big business? Like That doesn't sound very free to me. No, but sounds, but no. you, you'll never get these stories from mainstream media like CNN, like they have to put this into the consciousness because we talk about it here like it's just common knowledge but it's not well and we have we have the same thing it's just i'm sure it's hidden in different ways you know like we're we're tied into big business uh, in the same way but i'll tell you this for profit prison there are reporters on cbc starting to question the government's handling of the pandemic right now which i'm which is refreshing because what has been the, the year but as for well, we've legalized it, so so it's just a different thing. But you know, you need CNN to start defending Assange, questioning drug laws, yeah. like that sort of thing. If I don't know if that'll happen, but you also need, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, no, of course it won't because it's it's They're the same. In the it's the same reason why um, plastic will keep on going even though the taints are getting smaller. Like it, it's all driven by big business, man. What would be wild is if. Elon or Bezos. Fuck Elon. Well, Bezos won't help. No, no, let me finish the thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. If, no, just if someone with deep pockets gets behind Dave Smith and he ran and got into a debate and got to disseminate some of these ideas on. But uh, we know it doesn't matter because he Tulsi. Like he was serious. We also know that Tulsi I, I, said all this stuff and that she got immediately ostracized and then. But still getting it out there. I, I'm not saying. If he got to the stage on a debate that he could say this stuff and say, oh, we'll get behind him and bury him, just getting it out from people like, like what? Hey, come You're on. against the war? Did, didn't you feel like he actually was serious about I that? I think he's dead serious. Yeah. And I think he'd just like to get his message out as big as possible. But he needs a lot more money than Luis Gomez behind him. Like, you need the Koch brothers or whatever. And I'm sure the people who'd support... There's something he'd do that would hurt them. Of course. None of those guys want anything to do with that. That's why I said maybe Elon would be his boy. Well, Elon is a CIA op, so I doubt that's going to happen. But you never know. Um, My only thing about this, because he really is great about talking about foreign policy and stuff, and no one will do this to this day, is talk about Myanmar. Yeah, you don't hear anything about it. And we're talking about a government overthrew... A, a military overthrew a democratically elected government. People are protesting, and the military is shooting them. Yeah, 
And so what are we what are we even doing here? In the streets. What are we doing here if, if we care about all these the democratic process, people's freedoms? But even then, North Korea, that's my that's my example forever. Those people are starving to death up there. Well, what did Myanmar have that uh, the states wanted? Or what don't they have that's, that no one's going to intervene? Is what you're point. trying to say? Yeah. Uh, maybe they, but it's just the overthrow of uh, Libya. Da da da. You know, like. But that's all you said. What was the da da da? What's the rest? Iraq, Afghanistan, well, Pakistan. Again, all like, these. Those were all. But I mean, that's the weird thing is Dave Smith made it seem like it was a democratic thing when the right goes to war all the time. It was George Bush who invaded Iraq, yeah. Yeah, and then it was George Bush but Senior who, and then it was George Bush Junior who went to war in Afghanistan. The reason why I think he says that is because if all the Democrats had voted against it, they would have happened. They're implicit so for they sure. They're part for of it. it, yeah, for sure. I don't think anyone's hands are clean. No, I like that he acknowledged that Obama said his biggest mistake is Libya, and it is the biggest blunder. And just oh, swept, he's not a swept fan under of the Obama. rug. Well, he said they should all, but I mean, he said the last like five presidents should all be locked up for war crimes. Oh, Probably not wrong. Well, I think we have a major contributing factor. We spent three hundred million dollars to help destabilize Libya. Who the Canadians? Can- Canada, yeah, yeah. we're all we're all well. We're of course we're implicit in all that as well. But Chrétien did not go to Iraq, so there are times where leaders make maybe unpopular decisions or not side with all our allies where it's like respectable but in this case we're we're just bad and he, oh that's true come on we didn't he made a stand and didn't go to iraq yeah but we did go i think it was harper though not trudeau went to the next Iraq to fuck libya oh with air support well because there were two iraqs right yes there was the gulf war and then there was iraq there was after desert, 9-11 desert storm yeah and- we never went to iraq we did go to afghanistan though did we go for the weapons of mass destruction, Iraq? No, we pulled out and had nothing to do with it, and it sort of stood on the sidelines. And said, I don't, I don't think they have any weapons. That's my uh, That's bang on. Well, did we go for the? Fir- did we go for? Um, no, we did not go to Iraq. Iraq, we went to Afghanistan. Period. Either Iraq. Either Iraq. We we something's fishy here. No need for us to be there. Interesting. But I mean, I mean what are we gonna do? Send to fucking half a tank? And again, it's like the four newfies here. Again, it's like the Democrats and Republicans are both complicit, but then the problem is, the news is the most complicit by not even questioning. Yeah. Get behind the troops, whatever. Like if if you don't even do this, then you're you're against us. Like, do you remember how long the Syria thing went on? Because it started as the Arab Spring in Egypt, mm-hmm. and we were excited, and then Syria is the same thing. And they had special sound effects of the revolution Syria. And we had no idea that that was actually uh, rebels funded by America and Saudi Arabia trying to overthrow. We thought it was something completely different. And then five years later, they're showing the same graphics. You're like, what is going on here? I hope they withdraw everything. It's like the moon landing. But if they withdraw everything, they have to cut the spending and they'll never do that. But that money could be used to drug. All the children of America out of poverty. Well, first of all, if they cut half their if they cut half their half their military budget, they could a have free health care. All and of them. University, I think. All of them. They could pay off a huge chunk of their fucking foreign debt. Dude, that's crazy, eh? When you think about that. 
and you're like the the whole world is this constant struggle for like money to feed and to shelter and to clothe everybody and then you could just find everything to take care of your whole country and by just cutting one budget in half which listen <laughs> i mean like when was the last time they used a sub well, I, I, I mean, I'm sure according to them, those subs are everywhere. Those subs are everywhere. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying. I was being facetious with the subs. No, no. If you're a military contractor last... and you haven't embezzled enough by now, tough titty. You should have enough for your family and your family family. Like, have you seen that episode of um, Veep? Do you watch Veep? Uh, Mary and I you just... You really should, man. Mary and I... Well, that's the thing. I, I told Mary, I'm like, everyone says this is hilarious. There's a great episode anyways where the premise is like she has to vote to get rid of, um, I don't know, some uh, sub that they don't use anymore, but they end up spending like an extra billion dollars on it. The, anyways, Were they, they selling it to uh, Miami Coke point, uh, dealers? The point is they don't use, like, it, it, nobody's attacking them. That's because, well, their argument is because no one's attacking subs. us because we have subs. Yeah. subs under, under the water with uh, nukes pointed at but them right now. Yeah, you know what? This is such a stupid, redundant conversation. Like It just every, goes back to the gun debate, Simon, right? Like, Well, apparently there's Russian kind of the subs same. that are creeping it's, into our Arctic waters right now. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the means to protect your your people, but like every year to spend the same amount when it's never being used, that... Not like the that, same. Not the same. They increase more, it every year. Fine. My point, though, is, Matt, that logic doesn't make sense because you haven't expended what you spent the money on the and time before. How many because of those you didn't planes have to use it. that they spent $34 billion and it's a complete fucking... How many projects of those as well are included in this wasteful spending? Example, if you're... Well, those burn pits. To bring it down to the most simple thing, if you're the army and you're buying bullets, okay... And this year you buy a million dollars worth of bullets because you're projecting having a war. But next, there's no war. You don't have to make another million bullets. But you do have to use those bullets so you have a yeah, budget for I the know. next ones. So, I, I, yeah, I get we, we, we're all in a complete agreement here. I know it was a stupid example, but it's a stupid fucking argument. I uh, I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to come in here going like well. Me and Dave think the same because I know I don't articulate it. But like I've said historically, when Dave Smith speaks, I feel like that's what I think. So do you think you're a libertarian then, Kamar? Well, in the in the thing that I understand how it's like government should do less than more and that the individual should be able to take care of themselves for the most part, you know what I mean? Uh, and we should have governments... I think we should have governments to build roads, healthcare. So I don't agree with him there. Like he would have everything. But if you look at the states, they only need state governments. Their federal government really just is fuckery. Destabilizing South America. What? You, yeah, you know yeah, what I, I agree. Yeah, on up. Do. Yeah. So, and I, I, I think the same might hold true here, because all the provinces take care of healthcare. You know I what mean, I mean? Less government is probably a good idea as long as your necessities are taken care of. As long as your necessities are taken care of. And so I agree with him there. I cannot argue on a debate stage like he does, though, because he's this is his thing. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think his co- comedy suffers for it because he's so political. So if you're into that, like, he's not silly or anything. It's, it's too well thought out stuff. So he's uh, he's doing well for himself. And Joe really respects him. Like, I could see Joe calling him in the middle of the night asking him a question. In the well, middle of the night. <laughs> I would respect him, too, if I had a question about, like, politics and shit like that. Uh, he would be a guy that I would totally go to. If that was an option for me. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it's just one of those. It's weird. We listen to podcasts like, yep, yeah, I agree. I agree. You, you know what I mean? Like, it, and, it's, and it's not like I'm getting something, talking points out of it that I can turn around and regurgitate to make myself sound smarter. But it's like, yeah, this, this is how I look at things. So from now on, if anybody questions you, just go, please reference Dave Smith. I'm going to have a bunch of sound bites on my phone and just play them. <laughs> And have one of those cards the Joker had. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot talk. It's yeah. a nervous twitch or whatever. And those are all my notes for Dave Smith. I was going to come in like a big guy told you so show. Didn't work out, did it? Well, it would never work out. Anyways, <clears throat> you're not going to have a productive or enjoyable conversation. No, no. I told you so. rarely work out. All right. So that's it then. Do we want to rate it? Yeah, yeah. I rated it three and a half. Simon? I'll give this a three and a half as well. Uh, I give it a four. No agreement. No no agreement. That's how she goes sometimes. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, that's incredible. We love you so much. Thanks for uh, sticking around. Um, What do I want to do here? You want to tell people to follow us on the YouTube robots and a thousand people. Like and subscribe. Hit those notification buttons. There we go. Look at Camargo. Yeah, we do have a YouTube. It's uh, YouTube slash J-R-E-E podcast if you want to watch the show. Um, There's a subreddit. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. We have uh, Twitter and Instagram. They are at J-R-E-E podcast if you want to uh, follow us on there. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamarbo Bar. Send me Bitcoin. And uh, make me offer for my tweets. Send me Bitcoin. What an aggressive statement. No, it's awesome. Just fucking no fluff right to the yeah. point. Send me Bitcoin. Um, and the Patreon, of course. If you want to listen to the post show, which is the show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk non-Joe stuff. We're going to talk we about uh, Derek Chauvin. We're talking about Elon Musk on SNL. <laughs> oh, we definitely are. I didn't get to say anything I wanted to say. Excellent. Before. Okay, so there. If you want to hear our un- unfiltered, unfettered uh, opinions after the show it's uh, patreon.com slash jree podcast you can join for as little as five dollars a month uh, and for that you get uh, like I said the post show I think that's it thank you guys so much if the audio is off on this thing I apologize I'm going to work this out this week fucking nightmare on our end Simon looks like he has the worst headache ever uh, thanks for listening we hope you have a great week weekend and as usual keep your eyes open